0: Welcome to the Steve Travelis Show, On Demand. Don't forget to follow this show so you never miss a minute.
1: Jersey, Streets of Union City To your nighttime radio Steve Travelis keeps you in the Jersey, no From 7 till 11 Live, local and live Jersey 101.5 Weekday night, Steve's loud love, golden light
2: Call him at 1-800-283-101.5 Welcome to Monday Night in New Jersey, Steve East Can you believe the weekend went that fast? And next weekend, we go. We spring ahead next weekend. We get uh, more daylight. Yesterday was the full moon, I noticed. Uh, But tonight, I don't know, we may get some snow, batten down the hatches, crawl under the bed. It may snow. We may get up to an inch in some areas. What will we do? The way things have been lately with snow in New Jersey, that could be a big deal. In the meantime... While it's happening, you and I can be talking about Jersey till 11 o'clock tonight at 1 800 We're going to be talking later on about a fast food sandwich that uh, they don't make anymore, that they started making again. Uh, the homeless situation in Philadelphia and uh, why, you know, as it gets colder, you know, where should they go and uh, where should they not go? Uh, did you just say that? Yeah, absolutely. Because there are some businesses who were taking a business hit because of it. And we'll talk. And uh, movies made in New Jersey. Don't go anywhere. We got a lot to talk about tonight. Now, last week, we were talking about um, the student loan, uh, the forgiveness. And we went three hours on the student loan forgiveness. Very, very passionate uh, about, you know, whether or not there should be student loan forgiveness. Now, the government, uh, you know, should the government get involved In the student loan forgiveness, should President Biden be forcing uh, banks to forgive student loans? Is it fair to those people who have borrowed, put their kids through college, put themselves through college, worked their ass off only to see other people forgiven? Now, one way to solve that problem, as my friend Vince August was telling me, would be uh, take it away from the government and just have the banks forgive them. It's their money. They could do what they want. What a great PR move for the banks, especially if they were about to lose it anyway. Uh, They could get out in front of it, but we know how banks are, right? But what was the money borrowed for? And this is the part that I have sons who are 16 years old, and today we spent an hour uh, training with their quarterback coach, Matt Bastardi, who's fantastic. Uh, But you go... To apply for a student loan. And what do you want to be when you grow up? So what do you do? You imagine whatever you want, and you borrow money for it. And there comes a list, and this I got from CNBC. The 10 worst-paying college majors five years after graduation. So, now think about this. You go, you uh, decide what you want to be, you borrow oodles of money. Oodles is uh, less than boodles, but not as much as doodles. So, you borrow oodles of money, figuring, yeah, I'll pay it back anytime. And uh, next thing you know, you go start making these payments. Well, these are the degrees, and these are the worst paying college majors five years after graduation, which puts you at a setback if you have to pay the money back. Uh, I've got the list here. And this is like what the average salaries are. So you have to ask yourself as you choose your major, is this really what I want to do? Is it going to be worth it? You know, on the one hand, you know, uh, if you don't, if you do what you love, you never work a day in your life. But if you do what you love and you're not making any money, you sweat every day of your life. So these are the college majors that pay the least. Right after college. Ten majors with the lowest median salary within five years of graduation. So if you uh, decided that you were called by him and you studied theology and religion, five years, you're talking about $36,000 a year. You want to get into social services, save the world, $37,000 a year. Family, consumer sciences, $37,000 a year. Consume that. Psychology. Ah, 37.4. Leisure and hospitality. Ah, the tourism industry. 38,000. Performing arts. 39,000. Now keep in mind, if you get into performing arts and you are lucky enough to hit it in the entertainment field, say as an actor, a comic, or a performer in some cases, a musician, that could be much higher. Early childhood education. How many people do you meet? I want to be a teacher. I want to teach kindergarten. I want to teach elementary school. 40,000. When you teach the older kids, forty thousand, and you take your life in your hands, depending on where you're teaching. See the six foot six uh, kid who beat up the teacher over a Nintendo Switcher. Elementary school, forty thousand dollars. Special ed, forty thousand dollars. And miscellaneous education—that means I don't know what I want to do, but I want to borrow money to see if I can do it. So, what I want to do here is ask you—you know—armed with those majors and what you did in college. Was college worth it for you in the end? If you had it to do all over again, would you have done it? And how did it work out for you? At 1-800-283-101.5. What did you major in in college? How long did it take you to start seeing a profit? And it's an investment, right? You invest four years plus of your life. You invest money that you don't have, that you borrowed, And you're going to pay back with interest. How did that investment go for you? 1-800-283-101.5. And, you know, I want to hear from people who actually succeeded. Because it's kind of like, you know, you hear from a lot of people saying they didn't go to college. Or they went to college and it didn't work out. And I want to hear that if it didn't. But by the same token, there could be a balance. If you went to college and it worked for you. My wife went to college. Came out a physical therapist and started a $50,000 a year job back in 1987. Good move. How many people get communications degrees? Bad move. Uh, but one 1015 This is the list of jobs uh, that I've got here uh, where you don't make money. In the first five years, 10 worst paying college majors five years after graduation. So was college worth it for you? As we decide, you know, as we talk about student loan forgiveness, you know, it's the government now, it's the taxpayer that's going to pick up the tab on these colleges. So what did you major in in college and how did it work out for you? And would you do it all over again? Or what would you do differently? 1-800-283-101.5. one 800 You know the old, if I knew then what I know now? Well, as we continue to reproduce and have children of our own, we get a chance. I'm finding out in life as a dad that, you know, you get a do-over. And I didn't realize that my dad had a do-over. And that do-over is, as he sees me walking down the path of destruction, don't do that! <laughs> or, hey, before you do that, think of this. You know, the things that we never thought of when we were kids... So 1-800-283-101.5, if you went to college, what did you major in and how did it work out for you? Did you get in, realize, you know, if you got in and you realized that it wasn't going to work and this wasn't what you were going to do, how far in did you get before you were able to, To get yourself out. And by get yourself out, I mean, okay, I'm going to switch my major. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to, I'm just going to quit altogether. I'm not going to take any more money. 1-800-283-101.5. Kelvin, I want to give you more time. I got some other people buzzing in. So tell me, how did that college thing work out for you? As we now consider, you know, forgiving student loans. Think about what you did to put yourself through college. And in the end, was it worth it? You know anyone who's being held back from uh, what they want or need to do or had one, had to stop doing things altogether because of pain? Have you heard someone say, I don't do that anymore, or I can't because of my hip, knee, foot, back, etc.? If pain is holding you back, you can do something about it. You need to go to Trinity Rehab. Does this sound familiar to you? I went to the doctor, doctor, and they gave me my muscle relaxers and pain pills and told me to follow up in a week. Well, Trinity Rehab is unlike any place you've ever tried. No prescription needed, same-day appointments, fast results, Trinity Rehab actually fixes the pain instead of masking it. Call Trinity Rehab at 800 977 or go to trinity-rehab.com. Be sure to ask about their Epat machine. It's acoustic edge pressure wave, I'm sorry, it's cutting edge acoustic pressure wave therapy that breaks up scar tissue, enhances healing, and frees you from pain fast. In fact, most patients see results in three five-minute sessions, and no prescription is needed to get started. Trinity Rehab has dozens of locations in New Jersey and Pennsylvania, like the newest ones in Woodbridge, Flemington, Tom's River, and Wall. So you know there's one near you. For more details, visit trinity-rehab.com. That's trinity-rehab.com. Here's fast traffic on jersey 101.5 1-800-283-101.5 Steve Trevelis as the, the battle over student loan forgiveness continues what did you do? What did you major in in college? I've got the list of the 10 worst paying college majors 5 years after graduation uh, how did your major work out for you? If you could do it again what would you do differently? Or uh, did it work out well? Let's uh, start it off with Kelvin in Randolph on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Kelvin.
3: Hey, thanks for taking my call. Sure. I heard your topic. I'm on my way home from work. Uh-huh. Um, so I went to FDU in Teaneck, and you know, not to take too much of your time, it, it was very expensive. I had immigrant parents who were paying for this out of pocket. We didn't have a college fund for me. Right. And I worked um, while going to school. It was pretty tough. Um, but I always had a job and I landed a job in a dealership and Where did you major uh, ultimately it was business management okay and uh, after about three years I washed out of, of college because I just couldn't afford to pay for it anymore right I you know was looking for different jobs and and I ended up staying in the dealership and got promoted you know several times and made an amazing uh, living out of it and here I am in Randolph, New Jersey, in a beautiful home. My wife um, has an advanced degree. She has a master's degree in finance. And right. I've always made more than her, and, you know, she'd work for big corporations. So if well, I had to what? do it over again, I probably wouldn't.
2: You had the gift. Uh, did You You're a good salesman. Are you able to sell well?
3: No, I don't sell. I'm in you fixed don't... operations and oh, okay. parts and service. Yeah.
2: So you had a craft. You had a trade. You learned how to do something that was marketable.
3: Right. They, they um, I don't fix cars. I'm a, a service director. Right. So, you know, I, I studied. You know, you had to study that, and they send you away to school. So, um, you yeah. know, that's what I did.
2: And fortunately, you didn't have to pay a student loan.
3: Right. I didn't have to pay any student loans. But, I mean, it, I was up to my throat in, you know, tuition costs and books and you know, I just couldn't afford it.
2: No, I, I completely understand. And you know what? Great, you know, great job on your success. What do you attribute your success to?
3: Hard work. Just, I go. mean, I wanted to succeed. It's just hard work. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think college is a business and, you know, it's it's very expensive. You know, I mean, $150 or a book. You know, a book seriously. You know, yeah, I get it. And uh, you know, it, it's just a business all the way around. And you know, when I look at my wife, who uh, went to four years of school, and you know, I looked at her and looked at me, and I was making more than her. And then she went back and got uh, a master's degree, and I was still making more than her. And then she went and got a, a CTP, which is a Certified Treasury Professional, and you know, I still was probably about. 80 grand more than she was. So. Oh, look
2: how much it cost I, her, to, and she still right. didn't reach you. Well, Kelvin, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. You know, and the thing is, like, you're borrowing all this money. If they really want to fix the problem, don't worry about student loan forgiveness. Worry about how much money these colleges just soak you for. And nobody will go there because they all alumni, they graduated from the college, they feel they owe the college something or whatever. There's such a network of connections and lobbying that they can get away with this. Brendan's in Wall Township on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Brendan.
4: How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. What's your story? All right. So I graduated college in the the mid to late 80s. Right. um, And... Early 90s, I started a business that grew into a multi million dollar business. And, as a matter of fact, our business is a sponsor, I'm not trying to get a free plug, but we, we actually buy advertising on 101.5.
2: What's your business?
4: Driving home. And I heard this and I thought it was a really interesting topic because my, my experience now versus I recently had a daughter and a nephew go through the university systems. Right. One at Temple and one at Purdue. Right. And. Uh, when I went to college, uh, my worst year was $8,000. And I had a student loan, and I paid it off within a year of graduating. Um, I learned the business, working for other people. I parlayed that into starting my own. And uh, it's still a reasonably successful business. What's your business? Seven years. Ago. Uh, smart carpet and flooring.
2: Oh, wow. That is a great business. <laughs> I know it very well.
4: Yeah, we, we, we've gotten pretty big. Yeah, Uh, and I would say that my college experience was well worth it. Right. Um, I think to your like your last caller's point, um, college has become a government-funded business. I'm a big fan of college, but I believe that if the faucet was turned off, somehow tuition would come down Um, because these student loans are self-perpetuating inflation of what it costs to go to school.
5: Well, you know, you hear
2: them say, you, you hear them say, "We want student loan forgiveness for what's past." You don't hear them say, "And here's what we're going to do going forward." So it's like, okay, we're going to forgive what happened, but we're going to let it keep happening." How does that help anybody?
4: Yeah, that doesn't help. Right? You, you, can, you, can, you can maybe do both, and you can certainly have to um, either by policy or good or math. Um, hold the, the institutions responsible to uh, say, you know what, if we're going to compete for these students, we need to lower our prices. Um, yeah. It's just like any other business.
2: Yeah, exactly. Maintain a, content- a competitive edge. Brandon, thanks for calling New Jersey 101.5. And again, continue success. All right, thank you. You got it. Greg is in Heightstown on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Greg.
6: How you doing? Good, how are you? I'm doing well. Tell me your story. So, I mean, I went to college. I was fortunate enough to, uh, my parents were in a position to pay. um, But I was one of those students that really had no idea what he wanted to do with his life. And so, college actually afforded me a chance to almost hone a craft of learning things on my own, in a way. And viewing education just for, um, you know, pretty much the the awesome thing that it can be that could just that, you know, move into a world where you can, you know, discover that you can move into different professions as time goes on. So, I mean, I, I majored in archeology span in college, actually became a coach full time um, because sport was such a big aspect of my life. What do you coach down? Swimming.
2: Nice. You coach swimming. Did you have to get a degree for that? Did you have to go to college for that?
6: No, no. Oh, okay. So there was, there's no real degree, especially within the U.S., for sport. So it's available internationally, right. but it's not within the U.S. So you have to do continued education. You have to learn on your own and invent things. But um, I find myself now, even at 45, I've moved in and changed that into a new career, uh, focusing more on educational leadership. And I'm contemplating going back to school again to get a Ph.D., in that arena.
2: Will it be worth it for you if you do? Like will you uh-huh. make the money to rationalize the time you put into it?
6: I'm not sure. <laughs> That's right. the question. That's the answer right now.
2: All right, let me know. 800-283-101.5 at 7:30. Now the latest New Jersey news. For- we also brought to you by the Council on Compulsive Gambling of New Jersey. March is Problem Gambling Awareness Month. Not getting help means losing time with family, friends, life events, and sometimes even more. Go to 800GAMBLER.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER. The treatment is confidential and it works. All right. Are you working? Is that college degree working out for you? 1-800-283-101.5. I got the list of 10 worst-paying college majors five years after graduation. What did you major in in college? How did it work out for you? Ron is on the parkway on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Ron.
7: Hi. Hi, Steve. How you doing? Okay, and you? I can't
2: complain, but it's early yet. Give me an hour.
7: Okay. So, Ron, what did oh. you major in in college? Okay, I majored in computer science back in the 80s, which it was there was no graphical user interfaces, and it was really boring. Right. But I did that. I majored in that because I, I thought it would be a job in case I didn't get into dental school, which is what I wanted to do.
2: Oh, you're like Herbie Not in the, in the uh off the Red Nose Reindeer.
7: <laughs> yeah, Exactly. Heard that before?
8: Okay.
2: <laughs> now you heard it again. I did.
7: Right yeah. So I've been a dentist for over thirty years, right. and what I have to say is, you you gotta enjoy what you're doing.
2: Right. But what if what you're doing doesn't make you enough money to enjoy your life?
7: That's a good question. I don't know. I got three kids. Well, I had three kids in college. Right. Uh, one of them is getting a PhD, and the other two didn't finish. They quit. They said it's not for them. And I'm waiting to see what happens with that.
2: And how much money did you put out while well, they decided it wasn't worth for them? Enough. Yeah.
7: Luckily it was Rutgers. so you know, somewhat reasonable.
2: Yeah. That's about twenty something thousand a year. Yeah. Uh, that's the frustrating thing, you know, like they talk about forgiving student loan debt, but they're not talking about ways to cut the cost going forward. So it's just the idea that we continue to pile up to debt. And then you get so many people, it's like, Ron, we're, like, we're around the same age. We're programmed from birth. you got to go to college. you got to go to college. Yeah. And, and so what happens? You go to college, and you know the best PR that these colleges have are mom and dad. So you take a lot of, you know, do what you love. You'll never work a day in your life. And you find out that a lot of these professions uh, that they love, like elementary school teacher and things like that, don't pay any money. And you spend your life paying off the, you know, paying off the freaking loan. And now you, you ended up going to computer school before you got yourself to dentistry.
8: Right.
7: Well, well, I... I, I thought, in case I didn't get into dentist school, right. I had to have a profession, right. and computers seemed like a good idea.
2: At the time, everybody was going there, right?
7: I guess I don't. I don't remember. That was No, like, everybody you know, was a, a, a communications major.
2: Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> that was another great field. That was another great idea. <laughs> right. Is right. that yours? Uh, I went to college for three days. And it was, and it was Brookdale, so I mean, am okay. Yeah, it wasn't. It didn't really cost my parents a lot of money. My social life and my college degree hardly cost my parents a dime. My social life didn't cost them a dime. My college, the three days at Brookdale much i worked on a college radio station truth be told though, for a year and a half i went to a broadcasting school and if you're gonna radio is a blue collar job you have to learn how to have a personality you have to learn how to do radio you don't really need college for it although the colleges will tell you hey get a degree for a couple of hundred thousand dollars you could work on the college radio station which pretty much broadcast to the cafeteria uh but this is you know you to each his own i just said nah and uh it, it, well, the way it was explained to me, actually, I'm going to put you on a minute. The way it was explained to me back then by Jim Kerr of uh, Q104 at the time, uh, PLJ at the time, you know, if you go to college for four years, uh, as opposed to like spending four years in radio, it took me four years in radio to get to Philadelphia, which was a major market where the money was. If I had gone to college for those four years, then I would have started my journey four years later. And back then, we weren't using the word journey the way we use it today. But that was pretty much my story. Archie's in Mountainside on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, hey, Archie.
9: Hey, how are you? First time, long time.
2: Well, welcome, Archie. I'm glad you're here. Thank you
9: for calling. Yeah, thank you. So, yeah, so I migrated here in 1996 right. from India. Right. And, uh, and uh, you know, I was working some odd jobs. Then I, started, then I decided to join Graphic Design in Hunter College, right? But after I just did two weeks of my college, and I learned the basics of graphic designing, I kind of put in my resume that I'm a graduate graphic designer, and I was able to secure a job doing the package design in Bronx. And uh, yeah, and I made a career out of it. I now I run a multi-million dollar business. God bless. From last week, <laughs> and uh, we manufacture the T-shirt designs that we all over the all over the United States and Canada mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, it just goes to show I mean you have to have built and you need to be a little bit smarter to understand uh, what you're doing uh, you know like little, little education can take you very far away yeah you and know? you know Archie they need to teach if you want to
2: teach that teach that in high school and, may, and if they teach that in high school, you may not see as many people going to college because they just think college is like either the be-all, end-all, or the parents want them to go. And, and there are those who really bust their hump to, to make it in college. But a lot of people see it as an extension of high school with no direction and a huge check when you get out. You're a hustler, right? You were devoted to what you wanted to do, and you put your mind to it, and that's how you are able to accomplish it.
9: Absolutely, because when I joined the college and... Uh... Since uh, at that particular time, I didn't have enough money, so even though paying, like those uh, fourteen hundred dollar a month was very expensive for me, I couldn't afford to do it. Sure. So I just did it. I just paid for the, like the first month, and I and, and I and I just went to school only for that particular month, and uh, that was it. And yeah, like uh, I, I made my like like I said. That uh, I I, I got the job, I was lucky enough. And Mm -hmm. after I got the job, I learned on the job and I did my tricks and I did whatever I had to do like, you know, get the Coke or get the grocery for the manager or anything Mm -hmm. just to stay on the job. And I learned on the job, and eventually I became unreplaceable on that particular job because. I wanted to learn what I'm doing, I wanted to do what I'm doing uh-huh. and I, wanted to, I, I I wanted to progress
2: yeah and and, and, uh, and it worked out for you. You know, it was, you know, it was your hustle and your desire that made it work. Archie, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Ah, the voice of reason. Stick around. How did your college degree work out for you? 1-800-283-101.5. To achieve top dollar for your home, you need an agent who can create an auction-like effect with buyers competing for your home, driving up the price. Call Rob Dukansky of Remax First Advantage to get your home sold for thousands of dollars more than you ever imagined. Phyllis wanted to move closer to her daughter who lived in Pennsylvania so she needed to sell her home in Edison. Calling Rob and team got Phyllis the quick sale she was waiting for and wanting and for more money. Rob's amazing marketing triggered 57 showings, multiple offers in just 14 days getting the home sold for $525,000 which was more than $25,000 over the list price. Phyllis was positioned very well for a move to Pennsylvania. Robert Tukanski has superior marketing to sell your home for the highest price possible. Call the only and i would call if i needed to sell my home call robert Tukansky at 855-350-1015 that's 855-350-1015 or online at robsellsnj.com that's robsellsnj.com or google robsellsnj and start packing jersey radio five Weather brought to you by Veteran Care Services. Did you know that senior veterans and their spouses may qualify for a veteran pension plan? They could pay up to $2,200 a month for your medical care. See if you or a loved one qualifies. Call Veteran Care Services now at 1-888-E-VETERANS. Steve Trevelis. All right, so uh, I've got the uh, top five, top ten worst. Paying college majors five years after graduation, what did you get your degree in? How much did it cost you? Was it worth it in the end? Uh, What are you doing now? The voice of reason is in Sayerville. He's talking on New Jersey 101.5 right now. What's up, kiddo?
5: Hey, how you doing, Steve? I know. Where you been? Ah, uh, my parents are in live in Queens. They're in their mid eighties. My father's health isn't so great, so I've been working things out with them, staying there for a while. And my brother came up from Florida. He's going to be bringing them down to Florida this day at the end of the at the end of the uh, nice. month. Oh, uh, nice. So that's good.
2: You ever hear a Robert Klein joke about Florida?
5: No. I sent two perfectly healthy
2: parents to Florida. Thirty years later, dead, dead. What the hell is going
5: on down there? <laughs> yeah, but it's good. My brother's That's girlfriend great. is a retired nurse, so they're going to have all, you know, round-the-clock help. So oh, good. it's good. Yeah. You know, get them out of Queens, whatever.
2: Anything to get out of Queens.
5: Yeah, nowadays. Right. God.
2: Yeah. So uh, so uh, did they pay for your college?
5: No, I didn't go. But my son, his girlfriend that he was with for well, oh, close to twenty years, right. she went four years, got a, a master's or whatever it was for, for being a teacher. Right. So then she turns around during the summer. She was a t- a substitute teacher for you know a couple, you know for a for a couple months. Turns out she doesn't like it. <laughs> I'm uh, like, yeah, okay. <laughs> so you spent all this money four years. What are you going to do? Oh, I'm going back to college to uh, become a computer coder. Oh uh, no! Oh, in the, mean, I oh, in the gotta meantime, I got to go in deeper. She does that? Yeah, she does that. Then she winds up. She winds up. My son and her broke up, and I don't know what job she's doing currently, but she's got eight years of college debt, and for what? I, I well mean, that's the
2: thing. For I, I, what? What are you making back? Look at this. These are the ten worst paying jobs. Theology and religion, thirty-six thousand. Social services, thirty-seven thousand. Family consumer sciences, thirty-seven thousand. Psychology, thirty-seven 4. <laughs> Leisure and hospitality thirty seven. Thirty-eight, I'm sorry. Performing arts, thirty-nine. Early childhood education, forty. Elementary education, forty. Special education, forty. Miscellaneous education, as in, I don't know what I want to do. Forty, <laughs> and you got to pay. You paying much more than that back.
5: Sure. Well, thank God. I wonder if uh, Egypt antiquity studies are on there. <laughs>
2: philosophy. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> philosophy. Life sucks. That'll be 25 <laughs> cents, please. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to sell, like Lucy. Remember Lucy and Charlie Brown, right? She had the philosophy stand?
5: Yeah,
2: the psychiatrist is in. <laughs> yeah, the psychiatrist is in. In New Jersey, we never needed him more. one 800 You're not going to believe which fast food sandwiches back
0: where it belongs not new york not philadelphia for the garden state's most reliable weather forecasts count on Chief meteorologist dan zero weekdays on new jersey 101.5
2: yeah 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 i don't know you gotta be careful driving watch out we got it. We got the wintry mix coming tonight. That's uh, cashews, coconut. No, coconut be the summer mix. What will be the wintry mix? You know, you go, to, you go to the drugstore, you go to the CVS, and you get that Whitman sampler. It's the wintry mix. <laughs> oh, gee, thank you. Oh, uh, it's always good. Always good to go for Valentine's Day. If you really you know, make make a deal. If you really love somebody and you're married for and you guys have a nice thing going, make a deal. Say, honey, we're gonna celebrate Valentine's Day on February sixteenth. Because on February 15th, all those Whitman samplers are in the clearance bin for a buck. Next to the Reese samplers, next to the Lynn samplers, next to the, all the samplers. Here's a sample and there's a sample. You could eat like crazy. Uh, I know because my sons think, Ma, we haven't gone to the store today. Not yet. Uh, Dad takes them to the store. Go on nj1015.com and uh, do check out my article on the best Italian delis, which we've expanded. Uh, to include one in Mount Laurel. Have we done that, Ryan? We expanded the Italian deli list to include the one in Mount Laurel. All right. Good man, Ryan Bussell. Uh Also, the secret ingredient for laundry that eliminates odors, and I got it from the laundry evangelist, Patrick Richardson, who was not only on the show, but I was with him at the home show last Saturday. And uh, Giddy App, New Jersey, where we stand as far as horses and not what part of the horse we are, where we stand as far as, far as horses. All right. So this has nothing to do with horses, but it has something to do with delicious. They are bringing back one of my favorite fast food sandwiches. And uh, it's only going to be around for a limited time because that's what they do, these fast food places. You fall, they give you enough time to fall in love with the sandwich, and then they yank it out from under you. Kentucky Fried Chicken is bringing back the double down. Boy, sometimes I wish we'd bring back the double down, but that's a whole other story. Uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken is bringing back the double down for a limited time. It's bunless. It's not calorie conscious. And you can get one early. Eric Scott wrote the blog. KFC, the, the, the sandwich achieved legendary status because there's no bread. And if you're keto, I mean, there's bread crumbs, but that's not as bad as bread. The bun is swapped for two deep fried chicken fillets, two cheese slices, bacon and mayo in a spicy uh, sauce are sandwiched in between. So think about this. You get the chicken patty, right, deep fried, and then you put the cheese in between and the bacon and the mayo or the sauce, the spicy sauce, special sauce, spicy sauce. And you put the other chicken patty, and that's the way you eat it. And, you know, I'm surprised that more and more people don't do that in the keto world that we live in, or the Atkins world that we live in, or the South Beach world that we live in. For Since time began, you know, since bread was invented, somebody invented bread, somebody else said, you know, if you don't eat that, you can lose weight. And thus was born all these crazy diets. But yet, I'm surprised that they don't do that. There was a burger um, when I was down WIP Jake's Wayback Burger, and every Tuesday they would come in when uh, Michael Barkan, Ike Reese, and myself would be doing the show, and they would bring us burgers. There was uh, every every Wednesday at 11:30 was Wayback, and I don't even know they're still around anymore. But I was doing the um, I do the Atkins diet whenever I feel whenever I'm feeling fat. I'll do the Atkins diet for a couple of weeks, and then I drop like 20 pounds, Then it takes me like six months to put it back on, it all works out because I can eat whatever I want, uh, all the things I like. So what I did back then, I told the guys, I said, dude, I'm, I'm doing the diet. I can't really do this. So what they did, they took big lettuce leaves, and instead of giving you the bun, they put all the burger and all the fixings in the lettuce leaves. It was pretty good. I loved it. In fact, um, Tony Ann Antonelli, uh, who used to work here, when she was doing her diet, I told her, instead of having the um, the bread, to substitute uh, pepper. Like, imagine, take red pepper. This is really good. You like red pepper? Sweet red pepper. You take red pepper, and you put, like, your mayo and your ham and cheese and everything. Eat it like that. It's really, and you have no bread, and the pepper's tasty. Or you take the red pepper, put fresh mozzarella in the red pepper. Unbelievable. But anyway, that's not what I want to talk about now. Uh, Very, very simple. What I want to talk about now, as the Double Down returns to uh, KFC, give me a fast food sandwich that you loved that you cannot get anywhere anymore. 1-800-283-101.5. What is your favorite? Are you a fan of the Double Down? What is your favorite fast food sandwich that you can't get anymore? You know, did it come from, and where did it come from, and what made you like it, and uh, why would they take it away? I never understood that. You know, like a lot of these sandwiches, Dunkin' Donuts had this incredible tail of ham, egg, and cheese on a croissant. It was to die for. And I'm thinking, man, how could you screw that up in New Jersey? You have Taylor ham, egg, and cheese on a croissant, and I would get it on my way home from doing the overnight show, and it was it was worth looking forward to. Me and Sam Doyle, Bill's son, we would get the uh, we would get the sandwich all, all night long. another no, no, no hour with the little sandwich, another no, no half hour with the sandwich, and then we would get the sandwich, and eat, drive home with smiles on our little faces. So one eight hundred two eight three one oh one point five. Give me a fast food sandwich that you loved that they don't make anymore. Go back as far as you want. And if you work in the fast food industry, why do they keep giving us a chance to like them and then take them away from us? Would you like to see the double down stay? Would you like to see it permanent, a permanent part? I'm surprised, like I said, with all there's always these different keto diets and stuff, you know, low carb diets. There more and more fast food places don't have, you know, a low carb sandwich or a breadless sandwich. I'm also surprised that a lot of places in New Jersey, because there's, there's there's so much going on, you know, so much competition with these places to come up with the perfect sandwiches. Um big fan of Arby's, if I could find one. You know, every time I find I, I love Arby's, you can't find them anywhere. But Carls was that Carls Junior? I don't know what they're like, but they got incredible burgers as well. But one eight hundred, two eighty three, one oh one point five. What was your favorite fast food sandwich that they don't make anymore? And if only you could get it back. You know? I mean think about the double down. The double down just two pieces of chicken. You could do it at home by yourself. Two pieces of chicken, some yeah, you know, in between you put some cheese. And with the way the patties are, you know, you put the you put the cheese and the bacon and the mayo in between, maybe lettuce and tomato, you got yourself a good sandwich. And you don't feel guilty eating it. That's the other good thing about it. Mark is in Jersey City on New Jersey 101.5. No? What?
10: Hi, Mark. Hey, some and- Mark, you there?
4: Hey, the How, How you are doing, right?
10: pal? Doing very well. How are you? I'm good. What's going on? Nah, same old, same old. You know who this is, right? This is Mark. Mark Pika. Mark Pika the meatball. Meatball Mark. <laughs> We're
2: not talking meatballs, no. No, what are we talking now? You know, you are like a food I kind know. of <laughs> I, <laughs>
10: love, I love food, man. I love food. All over the map with food. You and know you're that. not fat. <laughs> well, I try and keep it
1: off.
10: Yeah. You know, I do. I try and keep it off. But but years ago, my favorite sandwich, and I—it's pretty funny. It's still around, but I didn't know it was still around. What's that but my favorite? And my favorite sandwich was was the roast beef sandwich with the with the horseradish sauce at Arby's. Remember Arby's? Uh, we have the meats. I can't find every. They come out with a new sandwich every day. They
2: got a new ribeye sandwich that is to die for, and I and I can't find them anywhere.
10: Yeah. Well, I just recently, both in the last year, I didn't know this. But uh, not Kentucky Fried. The other guy. Uh, oh, Popeyes. Uh, Roy Rogers. Roy Rogers. Roy, Roy, Roy Rogers. You can get Arby's roast beef sandwich with the horseradish. No. I just found that out about. Oh him.
2: really? Are you sure you're not talking Roy about the no, Roy Rogers makes their own roast beef sandwich?
10: Yeah, but well, well, oh, it's the same as okay, well, it's the same as Arby's used to be. Oh really? I, didn't I, know. I don't know if Roy Rogers bought out Arby's. I don't know how it works. But and Arby's when when they when they close up uh-huh. I was like, Oh no, I'll never get that sandwich again. And then six about six, eight months ago I go in I very rarely to <laughs> eat that food, but I go <laughs> into Roy Rogers and I see a roast beef sandwich. So I get it. Uh, sure enough, it's the same as the old Arby's roast beef sandwich with the horseradish.
2: And there is joy throughout Jersey City. It doesn't take much to make you happy, Mark. <laughs> but when you find that sandwich, everything is worth it. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. All right, your favorite fast food sandwich they don't make anymore. 1-800-283-101.5 or one you wish you had back. Here's Fast Traffic. <clears throat> By W. Danley Electrical. Weather is unpredictable, but with Generac automatic standby generator from W. Danley, you always have power. Right now, get 0% financing with payments as low as $139 a month. Visit Danley911.com. Terms and conditions apply. Steve Trevalese, 1 800 283 101.5. The double down is coming back. Kentucky Fried Chicken is bringing back the legendary sandwich. Legendary? I mean, I don't think it was out that long, right? Give me a fast food sandwich that you miss and would love to have back. Tony's in Westfield on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Tony. <clears throat> What's
11: going on, Stevie? How are you doing? I'm good, pal. How about you? Doing great, doing great. Yeah, the Mick BLT. I always thought that was awesome.
2: The DLT that or hot, the BLT?
11: I called. Yeah. Uh, the Mick BLT, yeah. Wasn't well, yeah. it? It was re- uh, Refrigerator Perry. Uh huh. Big kick, and I think it lasted like what, like six months or something. It was over.
2: What they did was was styrofoam, right? And on one side yep. was the beef, and on the other side was like the lettuce, tomato, to pickled the mayonnaise and all that. and yeah, for some was, reason was that was a big hot deal.
11: Side hot, yeah, yeah, the hot side hot, cold side cold. That was the big kick in the pants. Also, got you your Arby's. It's in uh, Watchung, and uh, it's at the Northside or the Northstar Commons Mall.
2: In Wachung.
11: I Yeah, yeah, I go there all the time. Oh,
2: yeah. that, do, you, do you like Arby? And what's your favorite Arby
11: sandwich? Oh, it's hard not I know. to roast beef. Yeah, I mean, I've never really veered off of that at all. Yeah. So,
2: Well, they got this new, they got this ribeye thing I saw.
11: It looks amazing.
2: I know. It's when you see it on TV and hear James Earl Jones talking about it. <laughs> I got to have this. <laughs> or the brisket. Oh, my God.
6: <laughs> I,
11: yeah,
2: yeah. I don't understand why there's not one on every block.
11: Yeah, it should be like a Starbucks.
2: Yeah, really. Tony, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. We'll be talking about that later. Yeah, I mean, I don't understand. Like, why do they give us these sandwiches only to take them away from us? Why do they give us these great fast food places only to take them away from us? 1-800-283-101.5. I'm the kind of guy that when I go, I, I want the imagination, you know? Like... So like, McDonald's gives you the same stuff all the time. They rarely veer off the course, but like wendy's, you know the other day I take my kids uh picking them up from school, and they had uh we stopped at the wendy's they have these biggie bags, which is a big favorite in the Lee's household you get the you get the choice of the burger uh chicken nuggets, french fries, and a drink for five hours and while there, I see the pretzel bacon pub burger. And it's got oh my god! It's got like uh, onion rings and all kind of the meat, the cheese. Uh, it's it's incredible. And I got I gave that to my kids, and uh, the biggie bags went out the window, and now they're on to the bacon, the, the pretzel bacon pub burgers. But they're amazing. So like, give me second. and I hope it stays. I hope that doesn't disappear because I love the sandwiches you know, that have some imagination off the beaten path. Carl is in East Windsor on New Jersey 101.5. Hi,
8: Carl. Hey, Steve. How you doing? Good, buddy. How about you? Uh, Listen, this place, uh, you you might remember this place. They made the best California cheeseburger ever back in the early 80s. It was called the Tut's Hut.
2: Where was it located?
8: Right on, on the corner of Airport Road. And Route 33, where the bicycle shop is. And really? Now it's it's Windsor Pools now. Yeah. Oh, you're yeah. kidding. And listen, the best part was they had, like, the old Kiss pinball machine, man. My Get out. Take me there. Oh, it was the best, man. Dude,
2: I had no idea. I know Windsor Pools, and I know the bike shop. Van runs it. I know the bike shop. And it's by the Home Depot. But I never knew there was a Tut's Hut there.
8: Yeah, so before... The, the the Windsor Pool shop. Now this is going back so what am I? I'm fifty five. So this has gotta be we moved from Connecticut in seventy six. So this is the late seventies, all through the eighties. It was called the Tut Hut and they no. kinda made a burger kinda kinda like Stewart's, but it was very unique.
12: Uh-huh.
8: And uh, they had a hell of a California cheeseburger and then we play the we play the pinball machines, but they had the you know, the specific one that we liked was the, the Kiss,
2: kiss, the kiss, kiss Machine. Oh god oh, no.
8: What a treat that was, man. Is, you can't find these places anymore.
2: No, I never knew Tut's Hut existed. Carl, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. I know Rut's Hut. I knew Rut's Hut. That's where they have the deep fried hot dogs. You ever been to Rut's Hut? Rut's Hut's amazing up in North Jersey. Uh, Brian's in White House on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Brian. Hello. Hello. We're coming to see you guys April twenty second for as a comedy fundraiser up there at the Polish American Club with uh, Vince August right. and uh, Eric Potts.
13: Nice, yeah. nice. Check so, it out.
2: what's your sandwich?
13: My sandwich was the French chicken from Burger King.
2: Well, I remember that. What was that?
13: It was like a cordon bleu
14: kind of deal. Right, like just a piece of ham and mayo and uh, Swiss cheese. I think
12: uh-huh.
14: they came back. They came back with the Italian one, which is all right, but it's it, the French one
15: was
16: way better.
2: You know, uh, I think they got three now. They got the Italian, the American, and what was this? Yeah, another Mexican one. The Mexican.
16: Mexican yeah, right? it's like a... Yeah. But it's so... All right,
2: here's a piece of chicken. There's <laughs> three yeah. things we are going to do to the piece of chicken. Yeah. Enjoy your piece <laughs> of chicken. Yeah, I like that. So the French... Now, when was that? I remember the French chicken. Was that like a 90s it thing? Was like
14: the 90s, yeah. It was yeah. like when I started driving, you know? So we would go up there and get like four of them in a shot, you know?
2: They used to have some really imaginative sandwiches, Burger King. Yeah. No, it's just... Yeah, well, you know, they, they keep trying. Brian, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. So many great sandwiches. Uh, they don't make any McDonald's even tried to do a kind of... There was a, maybe a couple of years ago when McDonald's, McDonald's had these like gourmet burgers they were trying out. Yeah, yeah, sure. And then it sure. disappeared. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite fast food sandwich they don't make anymore?
16: Uh, I love the McRib.
2: Well, that comes out. They still make that. Oh, they do? I thought they just... They, they uh, make it, they stop it. They make it, they
16: stop it. I thought they when they brought it out in November, they said, oh, this is the last time. But I guess it's like They've a Rolling Stones before. tour. Yeah, really? Yeah, right, right, yeah, right. right. Well, uh, give me another one. And what about the... Uh, do you remember the Arch Deluxe? It was a burger that uh, um, McDonald's made in the 90s. It was kind of, I think it was kind of like the, it. the Whopper. It had like a different bun. It had like a fancy bun, but it was kind of just like a bigger patty, I think, with mm-hmm. more toppings, but that was a good one. I like that one. Do you
2: remember the McDLT? Uh,
16: of course. I remember burger. the commercials, yeah. yeah.
2: The burger on the right, and the, and the it made a difference. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, but this is a big deal. The one I miss, the Dunkin' Donuts had a tail of ham, egg, and cheese on a mm. croissant, mm. and they were
16: great. Oh, that In
2: Jersey, good. of all places. Yeah. And they stopped.
16: Yeah, see, I don't get that. Why? I mean, why? It's such a regional bestseller. Yeah. Why wouldn't they keep it?
2: Remember that Dunkin' Donuts had a hot sausage, egg and cheese, too, almost like a kielbasa kind of? Oh, Remember yeah, that? like
16: the chorizo. Was it like a chorizo yeah. sausage, something like that? Yeah. And it was really good. Was it? I never had it. And once we liked it, it had to go. <laughs> uh, 8.30. Now, the latest New Jersey news from NJ. 101.5. New Jersey
2: weather brought to you by Carl's Fencing, Decking, and Home Improvement. Carl's is your one-stop shop for incredible service on all your outdoor home improvement needs. Decking, roofing, siding, windows, and doors. And, of course, fencing. Surround yourself with the best. Visit buycarls.com. That's bycarls.com. Steve Trevelisse. All right. The uh, double down is back. KFC's breadless chicken sandwich using two chicken patties as the, ba- the bread with... Um, bacon and cheese and mayo and special sauce inside, uh, back for a limited time. I don't know why. If you, if you think enough to bring it back, why not just bring it back and leave it here? So the idea they say limited time, if people keep flooding the place to buy it, they'll keep it. Or if it goes away, it goes away. If you say that anyway and it goes away, who's going to know? So what sandwiches, what fast food sandwiches do you miss? Antoinette is in Union
17: City. What's up, Antoinette? Hey Steve, how you doing? doing good. How about you? Okay, two sandwiches from Dunkin Donuts. the one the Taylor hair Megan cheese on the croissant right with a little bit of butter just a little bit and the tuna fish sandwich from also Dunkin Donuts on a croissant with the tuna fish with the little pieces of celery.
2: You know what I didn't know they, they stopped making them.
17: Oh, the tuna fish is gone for years already. Yes. Oh, God. It's gone. It's gone. And it was so good because it wasn't even dried. It had little pieces of celery. And then you had the croissant that was like nice and flaky and buttery. Oh, my God almighty. And it's been gone for years. And I don't know why they got rid of it. And they were selling like hotcakes, just like the Taylor hair making cheese. And then all of a sudden it disappeared. This is what I don't understand.
2: Yeah, I mean Dunkin' Donuts of all places. Here's a place that's you know, that they wanna you know, catch on. You know, and they're everywhere. And the more food they introduce, I mean, the donuts keep you know, they keep phasing out the donuts. They don't even call it Dunkin' Donuts anymore, they call it Dunkin'. Yeah, right. here's a great sandwich that, you know, could replace the donuts.
17: They even got the Dunkin' Donuts, they even got rid of the barbarian cream with the with the chalk cream on the inside. They, they didn't have that one anymore. Oh, that's going a long oh. time ago too. You know,
2: it sucks. You you pull up and you ask for the donut, and uh, we don't have that. We don't have that. Why? What do you got? No. Yeah. What do you got? It
17: ain't right. But on it the other right. hand,
2: if you go late, they'll 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 put a few extra in the bag because they got to close up and they
17: want to get rid of. That's it. That's right. And they got to throw them away. Exactly. Exactly. But yeah, all the good stuff they really wanted, and if it's selling good, so why get rid of it? Just keep it around for good.
2: I'm with you, Anthony. I'm with you. 1-800-283-101.5. I guess I, I don't understand the, the logic of these fast food places. To um, throw a sandwich out in front of you, give you a chance to like it. And the idea, well, if you like, they, they keep it on. But they don't. I mean, that's the part. Why bring the sandwich back if it didn't work the first time? We know it's successful. Was it not worth it? You know, I mean, having owned a couple of coffee houses, you know, there's a lot of... I mean, think about what's on a menu. And all that food has to be readily available to be made every day. So I guess there are things that people aren't going to buy. But, I mean, I think, to me, the idea of a double-down would be natural when you're living in a world of low-carb and keto and no bread and, you know, that, okay, here you go. Total protein. My son's uh, playing high school football, total protein, right? they they, they now, uh, it's funny because, you know, now they're into the dieting. They're into watching their weight. They, they, they do what they need to do as far as dropping weight and everything or gaining weight. And it's amazing how they eat, you know. Um, and here you go. Here's a sandwich that was made for that. And you would figure that, you know, it would always be there because how many times, You know, it is a great topic we could throw out, too. And I'm going to add it to this. If you're on a diet, what fast food do you eat? There used to be some really cool things. Like Wendy's had a salad cup. And when I saw this, I remember thinking, what a great idea this was, that it was like a cup of salad. And you would open up the cup and you mix in the dressing and you eat it out of the cup. Big, giant drink cup. I thought it was great. Then they had this other thing, which I loved, and it was a, a salad pita, where they would take the pita and put the Caesar salad in it and fold the pita over. I loved it. Had to go. When they find out I like things, have to go. Vivian is in Brielle on New Jersey 101.5. Hi,
18: Vivian. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good, thanks. I don't really have a favorite fast food sandwich. The one that I did like, though, it right. was Wawa. It was like a breakfast sandwich on pancakes. Right. They don't make they don't that, that anymore? anymore? No, they don't. But um, speaking about, like, Dunkin' Donuts getting rid of things, right? do you know you cannot get a packet of lemon for your tea anymore? They Why? don't serve lemons. Why is that? Uh, this has been for the past two years. You cannot get a, a lemon from Dunkin' Donuts. But like they serve like sun dried tomatoes now and avocado, but no lemons for your day.
2: Well, You know what? It's odd because they also um, they serve. Uh, oh god, I, I just, it just slipped my mind as you were saying that. Yeah, you know there there are things that they serve. Oh, bananas! Right? You can get a banana Dunkin Donuts. Why can't you get a lemon?
18: Exactly. Like if you ask for a lemon in your iced tea or a lemon in your hot tea, mm-hmm. oh, we don't do lemons anymore. And I'm like, but you have sun-dried tomatoes. Like it just doesn't, it doesn't make sense to me. I don't know.
2: No. And how many people love lemon in their tea? And not only that, but you know, again, as someone who's own coffee shops, you know, when you keep that lemon, you slice it, you put it in a Diet Coke, you could put it in a drink, right. you could put it in so many different things that it's, you yeah. know, it's got more uses.
18: Yeah, to me, it's like a staple for like a coffee shop. Like when you offer teas or iced teas or anything, mm-hmm. it's it's getting ridiculous. Like I'm not even, I don't even frequent Dunkin' Donuts as often as I used to. No, I like Dunkin' Donuts. You go Donuts. up there and, you I mean, know, their coffee's weak and it's just, um, well, I mean, we have a Royal Farms down here now um, by where I live in Brielle. How are they? The are they good?
2: They are, they're supposed to have good chicken, right?
18: Um, I tried it once just to have it. I don't eat a lot of fast food. Mm-hmm. Um, the chicken was I guess, juicy and good, but, like, if you ask for a chicken sandwich, it's two big tenders on, like, a hamburger roll.
2: Well, you know what? Unfortunately, that's what a lot of people do now. Vivian, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. I like Dunkin'. I mean, I love the coffee. I drink the coffee all the time. The, um, but the sandwiches, like I said, my problem isn't so much the food. It's just that they keep taking it away. Every time you find something you like, it disappears in a few weeks. Uh, And they're always experimenting with the sandwiches. Like, I don't understand the philosophy with a lot of these places. But now KFC, you know, and KFC's in the chicken wars. You know, you got KFC, you got uh, Popeye's, uh, Churches. God, there's so many chicken places we can go on for the next half hour. But, you know, they all got to do what they do to stay competitive. And it's really surprising that uh, the Double Down is the only sandwich... That is uh, totally, you know, for keto, totally low carb, no bread. And I'm wondering, like, you know, what else? Like lettuce leaves I talked about earlier, which was a good idea. The only thing is you got to make sure the lettuce doesn't break. Pepper, using pepper as a bread substitute is a good idea. But if you're on a diet, you know, what, what fast food sandwiches do you miss? If you're on a diet, what do you order? When you go to a fast food place, you, you're, you're on a diet, but you're starving. You pull in, and now to make your life worse, to make you feel guilty, they have put the calorie content of everything you're going to order right in front of you. So that burger that you figure, eh, nah, it's going to be all right, is about 1,100 calories. What do you order when you're on the diet? from a fast food place. All Jersey. The St. Patrick's Day New Jersey 101.5 is giving you the luck of the Irish. You can win free New Jersey Lottery scratch-offs plus a Wegmans gift card. Just listen at 9 a.m., 2 p.m., and 5 p.m. for a secret code word. Enter on our app to win the free New Jersey Lottery scratch-offs and a Wegmans gift card. There's three lucky winners every weekday. Thanks to our sponsor, the New Jersey Lottery and Wegmans Food. Market, stop by your local store or order at Wegmans.com. May the luck of the Irish be with you. From New Jersey, 101.5, Steve Trevelis, Ryan Bissell is here. Talking about the fast food restaurants, uh, Fast food restaurants. the fast food sandwiches <laughs> and they don't make anymore, but we loved them when they did. The Double Down is back at Cave. Did you ever have a Double Down?
19: I did not have a Double Down, but I've read a lot about it. Uh, I've heard a lot Good about sandwich. it, too. sandwich.
2: Well, like if done right,
19: yeah, you know, if they, if they
2: dry it out. If it's there too long, it can be dried out. But when it's not, like when it's right, when it's done right, mm-hmm. oh, my God. And if you're on a keto diet or you're trying to you know, do low carb, it's beautiful.
19: Well, I was going to say, I don't know if you do keto but low carb because it's still breaded chicken, right? Or is it like two pieces of grilled chicken? I'm not sure, but even if it's breaded, it's not as bad as having the roll. Oh yeah, but so,
2: yeah. Right, that would be bad. Yeah, I, I, would, I wouldn't. I wouldn't throw it out of my my plate. I wouldn't throw <laughs> it out
19: of my dish. Still so, an inductee to the clean plate club. Right. Give me a... Call it. what was that? That I said it's still an inductee to the clean plate club. The clean plate club. Yeah, I never hear. I never heard of that. Yeah, so someone I watch online u- has used that phrase before. Oh, the clean plate club. Yeah, so they call when they when they say when they finish when when uh, something they made. Um, is something they actually wind up enjoying a lot, and they finish the whole plate oh, they made for themselves. They say okay. it's an inductee of the Clean Plate Club. That would do that. Yeah, I, I could definitely do that.
2: In fact, I've done like I, I make that kind of stuff at home. Mm-hmm. I love. Do you cook? Oh, I love cooking. Me too. Yeah. Well, he, what 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 did you make? Well, I mean, I'll take like oh, I'll take like chicken. You yeah, know, and I'll do like the patties, and I'll you know I'll make like chicken Ooh. cutlets, and I'll I'll do like chicken. Uh, I could do chicken parm, but that's so easy. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll take the chicken and I'll, I'll bread it, put olive oil over it, put peppers over it, uh, stick it in the oven, and that it comes out really like good. with onions and potatoes, and it's amazing. And the olive oil gives it a real like flavor.
19: Um, you, you know, speaking of the olive oil and fast food. Uh, Starbucks, they have, an, uh, they have drinks now, coffee, with olive oil in it. I heard something about that. It's supposed to be good for you. It's yeah. supposed to be some kind of nutritious thing. Yeah, and they say it's like all the rage in Italy or something like that, really? which I, I would want to see first. Like you know, I'd want to see people drinking their, their wanna, olive oil yeah. uh, coffees before Well, there's I so it. many
2: different kinds of olive oil. What yeah. kind of olive oil are you going to use for the coffee? You have the right one. You'd probably want a sweet olive oil.
19: Yeah. I imagine you want the extra virgin olive oil. That's the kind that's more flavorful. Why? You have to be a virgin to drink the olive oil? Nah, it's Not like, a, an extra virgin. <laughs> you have to be extra. I, I
2: don't know. I mean, you know, maybe for liquor, but olive <laughs> or coffee? I don't really. <laughs> uh, yeah. All
19: right. So give me a fast food sandwich that you missed that you would love to have back. So every, uh, I'd say... Th- uh, two or three days out of the week, I'll go to Dunkin', right. and I'll get a breakfast sandwich. And the one that I always used to get almost every day was the Power Breakfast Sandwich. Well, I remember that. What is that? So the Power Breakfast Sandwich. Um, and they don't do it anymore? They don't do it anymore. They discontinued it. And They're I was, powerless? Yeah, they're powerless now. They they decreased their power level. Uh, it was a veggie egg white omelet with spinach, turkey sausage, melted cheese, and peppers and onions on a multi-grain sandwich bun. And you liked it. Oh, I it loved it so Well, yeah, because, you know, you'd eat it and it would taste like you're having your, you know, your unhealthy breakfast food, fast food sandwich. But because it had the but vegetables and stuff in it and the whole grain bread, you told yourself that you were eating something good. I get you know? that.
2: And they don't do that anymore. So yeah. That's what I mean. Every time they give you enough time to like it and then they yank
19: the rug out from under you. Yeah, but you know what you can still get? You What's can that? still get your avocado toast and stuff with your, you know, sun dried tomatoes instead of your, you know, pre made yeah, egg white. Kind of odd too. The avocado toast isn't bad. Here's some. Here's some of what I found here
2: because mm-hmm. uh, KFC brought back the double down. Some of the things that we miss. Do you remember
19: KFC potato wedges? I remember reading about that, but they have those potato bowls now, which I hear pretty no, good. No, these are like
2: wedges. These are like potato wedges, and they're kind of like a breaded French fry kind of deal.
19: Ooh,
2: looks yeah, pretty good. I remember them. the uh, the double the McDonald's Arch Burger, which was like they said the Whopper. Yeah, it looks just like the Whopper, right? Uh, the mix and the mix salad shakers. I said oh, mentioned yeah. this earlier, where they would take like the drink cups, put yeah. salad in the drink cup, and then you put the dressing in, you you shake it up. And uh, you know this is the kind of stuff I thought they would do. That like this would become McDonald's. Like remember when they used to do burgers? Those unhealthy, so and so's But yeah, all this stuff went away.
19: The the shake kind of sounds interesting, but I can imagine why they would take that off the menu. Why? You know, just like enough people get the salad shaker and they're like, oh boy, I can't wait to have this. And they're in their car driving with one hand. You know, just a few fingers on the lid shaking it about in their car. Before you you know it,
2: drink it. You got to eat it with a fork.
19: Well, I know you got to shake it up, but you know someone's driving. They got it. one hand and just one shake too many and you know <laughs> ranch all over all right. your car. How about the chalupa?
2: The the Taco Bell XXL Chalupa. They don't offer that anymore? No. A, a Big, they big had. chalupa. Big one. Uh Wendy's Frescata sandwiches. I remember those with that with that bread that was really good. I mean, some of the stuff I'm surprised is gone. McDonald's Chicken Selects. Yeah, yeah, pretty good. good
14: I love New Jersey. And what I'm asking you is to stick with me. And we're going to take the state back.
0: Weekday mornings on New Jersey 101.5. Are you digging in with me? And NJ1015.com.
12: Oh,
0: yeah. Steve Trebleese
2: and you hanging out till 11 o'clock tonight because that's what we do. And New Jersey, 101.5, the number to get through is 1-800-283-101.5. Go to nj1015.com. You want to find out the best way to wash the clothes? You want laundry hacks? I got them for you. From Patrick Richardson, the laundry evangelist, at his own show on HGTV. And uh, also, horses. New Jersey and horses. I got it all where we rate Taking care of the, uh, as an equestrian state. Uh, and I'm going to get through is 1-800-283-101.5. Like I said, we were talking about the reintroduction of the Double Down, that sandwich from uh, KFC that we all like so much. That uh, we came, we ate, we loved, it disappeared. Now they're bringing it back. But for a limited time only because that's what fast food places do. They let you out there, they let you to love it, and then they yank it away. So give me some sandwiches. Some fast food sandwiches that you loved, only to have them disappear. Mike is in Jackson, a New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Mike. Hey,
1: what's going on, Steve?
2: I'm good, pal. How are you?
1: All right, not too bad. Back in the uh, early to mid 90s, I was in the Marine Corps. Right. And I hated going to the Chow Hall. But the one place that I would always go is Burger King. Oh, yeah. And I would. The BK Broiler.
2: Now, what was that? I mean, because don't they they flame broil their burgers, right?
1: Yeah, but the BK Broiler was broiled chicken. Oh. With tomato, everything like that, some mayonnaise. And the way they seasoned it, it was just awesome. And And I haven't seen that in at least 20, 25 years.
2: It was first introduced in 1990... And it was made with lettuce, tomato, and a dill ranch sauce served on an oat dusted roll. At that time, more than 90% of the chicken products sold by the major chains were fried. And this was the first broiled chicken sandwich. Ah, Yeah, that
1: that sandwich was awesome. It was awesome. I'd get it two times a day.
2: Now, it was available from 1990 to 2001. And they don't tell you why. The sandwich was discontinued due to poor sales. See, they needed you. To... <laughs> you needed to get seconds on that sandwich,
1: Mike. Absolutely. I ate. Like I said, I used to get two of them a day. Yeah. I, you know what? I would eat it. I liked it. You know what? That was the thing because when
2: you're on a diet, right, and that looked like the perfect diet sandwich, broiled chicken, the oat-dusted roll, lettuce, tomato, what could hurt you?
1: Yeah, exactly. And you know what? Not for nothing, it was delicious. And there's that,
2: the dill sauce. I'm with you. Mike, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. What are some of the sandwiches that they don't make anymore? You know, 1-800-283-101.5. Now, I'm looking at some of these Arby's made potato cakes. I didn't even know about that. Burger King at Cine Minis, right? Cinnamon rolls from Burger King. Not there anymore. Uh... McDonald's had Szechuan sauce. Did you know that? McDonald's had chicken selects. That was kind of like a chicken tender thing, right? McDonald's chicken selects. Uh, Wendy's Friscata sandwiches, I remember those. Uh, Arby's potato cakes, I didn't know they had those. But, like I said, my biggest problem with the fast food is... They have all these great sandwiches. They come up with all these great ideas for sandwiches, and they don't keep them around. Like Burger King, you got to admit, though, they had that sandwich, the BK Broiler, for 11 years before they stopped. And then what happens? They stop, and more and more people now start making broil- or grilled chicken sandwiches or broiled chicken sandwiches. But um, give me a sandwich. Give me a fast food sandwich that doesn't exist anymore that you loved, and the double down is back. Does that psych you up? If you want a diet, you know, everybody's trying to lose weight. So you pull up to the fast food place, you feel guilty. Yeah, especially now they make it even more difficult because they show the calories on the menu. So you could really feel guilty about what you're ordering. But what are some of the things that you eat that, you know, and a lot of more and more places like have eliminated the salad bar. You know, I used to love the Roy Rogers Fixin Bar. You can go in there and just make a meal out of it. But some of the fast food sandwiches that are just no longer around. Like I said earlier, for me, the Taylor ham, egg, and cheese on a croissant the Dunkin' Donuts. And Dunkin' Donuts is like a big culprit of that. Because they may come out with so many great imaginative sandwiches. And they give you the time to like them. And then they take them away. one 800 1015 But they're also not that expensive, too. You know, now when you see what the price is, I, pay, I bought a burger the other day. It's a fast food burger, $7.19 for the fast food burger. I was like, wow. You know, the times, they are changing. one 800 1015 The BK double down, I'm sorry, the KFC doubled down is back. And they got to get into the chicken wars. They're going up against Popeye's incredible chicken sandwich. No easy feat. But I can throw that out to you too, right? Not only the chicken sandwich that you miss. What's your favorite? What's your favorite fast food sandwich now? What's your go-to fast food sandwich? Is your go-to the uh, quarter pounder with cheese? Is it the usual McDonald's? Because I'll tell you, no matter what anybody does, McDonald's still reigns supreme. No matter what anybody does, for how long, McDonald's reigns supreme. So you have all these great places, all these great burger places, all these great chicken places, all coming out with these great sandwich ideas. And in the end, what happens? one 800 1015 Your fast food sandwich that you can't get anymore, that they don't make anymore, the ones you'd love to see come back, And one of them has actually come back, and that's that KFC Double Down. And that's an incredible, that is an incredible sandwich. No bread, no bread. They use the chicken patties as the bread. And there's a lot of of calories in it, but that's okay. Because you're going to get two chicken patties as the bread, and in between they put the bacon, they put the cheese, They put the special sauce, and when you look at it, it's friggin' incredible. It's breaded, but that's okay. You don't mind. You know, they actually did a survey, and they said, Feeling chaotic, should we bring back the double down? They tweeted this out. 50% yes with excitement. 17% yes with fear. 32.6% double what? I mean, you could call it the bundler sandwich. But uh, as far as the uh, calories, you don't want to know this. You don't want to know this. But I got to tell you anyway. Guess how many calories a double down has? 935 calories. But they are the most delicious 935 calories you will ever eat. Actually, no, I'm sorry. 950 calories. Doesn't matter. Still the most delicious 950 calories you will ever eat. Here's fast traffic. Five. The Jersey weather brought to you by Optimum. Optimum Business gives you fast, reliable, secure internet with speeds up to one gig and built-in cybersecurity. So you can go farther with everything you do. Call 866-218-2913 or visit Optimum.com slash business today. Steve Trevelis, 1-800-283-101.5. Hang until 11 o'clock on New Jersey, 101.5. We're talking about the fast food sandwiches. Uh, Starbucks and Panera restaurants, two uh, great places to get some great sandwiches. in uh, Hoboken will not be allowing you to eat indoors. It's a homeless problem. And uh, there were fights there. fight broke out between customers in a Panera, believed to be homeless. Uh, some have become increasingly aggressive, and the company felt it was necessary for the safety of the customers and staff. Starbucks has a policy to allow homeless in and let them hang out, use the bathrooms and stuff. They've decided, not saying why, but uh, they've decided that they're going to uh, close the indoor dining as well. Now, as we... Uh, as we get closer and closer to the cold tonight, you know, more and more homeless people are going to be moving in, uh, you know, indoors. And I got to tell you, man, I, I can't blame Starbucks or Panera. You know, if if you're allowing people into your restaurant and they're being disruptive and they're causing fights, you can't just single people out. So they got to close the whole restaurant and they ruin uh, indoor dining for everybody. Uh, Everybody's different. You don't paint people with a broad stroke. But on the other hand, you don't want to... You know, A a restaurant is a place of business. And if you're not going to be in there buying something, then you shouldn't be hanging out in there. Um, I think Starbucks is finding that out now. But what I want to know from you, 1-800-283-101.5. Homelessness is a big deal in New Jersey. Um... I've done work for People for the Poor, which provides aid to South Jersey soup kitchens. And, uh, Caroline Schlerer has been on many times talking about it. If you really want to help homeless people, uh, when you're riding around now, keep, you have socks, you know, that you're going to get rid of. You have the socks that don't, mat, the, 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 those single socks that don't mate, whatever. The extra credit, go buy some socks. They're not that expensive. Keep them under the seat of your car. When you're driving down the street, you see somebody begging. Give them a pair of socks. They will love you. They keep your feet warm. And to some homeless people, they're more important. They would rather have the socks than coats, believe it or not. Uh, But what I want to know, have you ever or would you ever give money to a homeless person or give aid to a homeless person? You know, have you ever in your life come across, because they're invisible. You walking down a city street, you don't even see them. I remember taking uh, my, my wife, who was then my girlfriend, we went to an Orioles-Yankees game down in Baltimore, and walking from the stadium to the hotel, you just rows and rows of park benches with single moms on the park bench, 11, 12 o'clock at night, sitting there with their little babies, little kids, toddlers, on the bench, begging for money, begging for food. And it's, it's really sad. There's a story behind everybody. You know, have you ever come in contact with a homeless person, ever helped a homeless person, ever talked to a homeless person, got to know the stories? They'll break your heart. But by the same token, it's not, it doesn't give people the right to go in restaurants and squat and start fights, ruining their opportunity to make money, ruining their place of business. The well, 1-800-283-101.5. What has your story been? What has your experience been? There are people who see homeless people. They reach in the pocket. Do you give them money? And if you give them money, does it matter to you what happens with the money? You know, there are those who will say, well, I'm just going to stick the money in his arm. Well, it's a gift. You gave that person money. Now, when you give somebody money, you don't get to tell them how they're going to spend it, right? You don't get to tell them what they're going to do with it. If you worry about what they're going to do with them, give them something else. Give them food. 1-800-283-101.5. These are the conversations we need to have. You know, these are the conversations uh, that kind of make people think. Let's talk to uh, Terry and Cinnaminson on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Terry.
20: Hey, Steve, it's a pleasure to talk to you again. Yeah, so uh, actually my family doesn't even know what I've done connected to homeless for many years. It just comes into your life and neither you. So I was at a park in Philadelphia waiting for my daughter to come down from her office. Right. And she says, "Wait down there. And so I ended up sitting there and before you know it, uh, you're talking to them and and, uh, and ended up that I went to a local deli, got some sandwiches and soda, and went back and sat there. And I've been doing, interacting in between whatever comes my way for 40 years.
5: 40
2: years. Now, what got you doing it? What, how did it start? What made you do it?
20: Actually, that day, and then uh, we... we um, Actually, Mayor Good was uh, uh, in in those days. I don't remember the exact years, but eighties. Um, so yeah, so uh, there was this young fella, Trevor. Mm-hmm. Uh, he it was called Trevor's Place. He uh, one night it was. I real- remember that. And he he told his parents, "Let's go out and give them blankets and stuff." And it ended up that Mayor Good found out about it, uh-huh. and and so with the church that i was going to at the time we ended up meeting with mayor good and uh, we we started a program saying get to just know one try to get one person off the street and it, it was working for a long time
2: wow wow absolutely- I, you know what? I remember I remember Trevor's Place because I was working down there uh, in Philadelphia, WISP, and our promotions director, the late John Bloodwell, was involved with them.
20: I would say 80s, 90s, like that. Yeah,
2: you know? it, was, it was in the mid-80s. Yeah. Whatever happened? Did you ever, like, whatever happened to Trevor's Place?
20: Yeah, you I know, mean, I'm wondering, because my girlfriend and I, we were just talking about it the other day. I says, Look and see. Let's see if they're still there, you know, um, because I, I was living on the West Coast for a while, while and now I'm back in uh, in New Jersey. But, um, yeah. Still around.
2: Still around. You Trevor's Place, it's on uh, Poplar Street in Philadelphia, uh, okay. social services organization by Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Well, how about that?
20: Oh, warms my heart. How totally. about that?
2: That is great. Terry, thanks for calling New Jersey 101.5. Yeah, this was a kid who, uh, just happened to be as far, you know, he was driving by the homeless and his, and he says to his dad, uh, you know, let's get him blankets. Let's help him out. And I think if I'm not mistaken, uh, this, this actually, this, this really blew up. I mean, there were like food trucks going down there and everything. Uh, wow. I hadn't heard about Trevor's place in years. I 1-800-283-101.5. Have you ever, or would you ever help out or give money to a homeless person? I got Anthony, I got Phil, I got room for you. Again, you know, they're invisible. You don't see them. Uh, by the same token, you know, that doesn't give people the right to uh, go into people's businesses and start fights. I have some ideas that we could talk about, you know, that could be done. Or if you're not, if not money, have you ever given anything? one 800 1015 Here's a man who would give everything to the homeless people. <laughs> he takes all the excess food every day.
16: Yes, yes, absolutely. We
2: got Halloween candy from 1979. We're gonna be
16: giving. <laughs> it's 930. Now the latest New Jersey
2: news from NJ. weather brought you by the New Jersey Golf Show. It may be winter outside, but inside the New Jersey Expo Center, it's golf season. The New Jersey Golf and Travel Show is March 11th and 12th. Shop, compare, and save on golf equipment, apparel, and accessories, even vacation packages. For tickets, go to NewJerseyGolfShow.com. Steve Trevelis. All right, in Hoboken, they've closed the dining rooms of uh, Starbucks in Panera because of fights being started by the homeless. Homeless people hanging out in there. Have you ever given money or help to a homeless person? Anthony is in Titton Falls on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Anthony. Hey, Steve.
15: How are you? I'm good. How about you? Not bad. Not bad. Um, yeah, I actually, a friend of mine uh, is living with me now. He's homeless. He's been homeless for about a year now. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, he's been in Asbury where, he, where he's been staying. Right. And, you know, we would see each other every now and then and bump into each other, but it started to get really cold out. And I know they have that, that blue thing at night. When that goes to 32, they have to have shelter. Right. Um, so I took him in, and he's been living with me ever since for about three, four months now.
2: How, how's it been working out?
15: Uh, it's, it's, it's a little, little tough. The trust issues uh, have to, you know, get better.
2: Between Sorry. you and him or him to you or both or what? Uh,
15: well, there's drugs involved. He, you know, he he uses drugs sometimes. Right. And You're uh, a hell of a man, Anthony. This... Look, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but, yeah, you know, uh, like I said, the trust issues have to get better um, with money, you know, with things that, that I leave out. Um, sometimes I think they disappear. Has he stolen from me? Uh,
2: I, I don't think he has,
15: but I, I've suspected it but nothing big.
2: Then why do you let him stay there? You continue to let him stay there.
15: I, I feel bad for him. That's, that's the thing. And I, you know, I, I told him last time, I said, if I ever think that you're stealing or, or anything from me that, you know, you're going to have to leave. And you know, say I'm say sorry. I'm sorry. He says, I'm sorry. I'll never do it again. I, I said, you know, things are mine. They're not yours. Mm-hmm. They're not for, you know, for you to, you know, to play with or, you know, to, to have. So,
2: well, you know what? You got a heart of gold. You know, you got a heart of gold and, and you know what, if you just let him know, you know, keep, keep communicating, let him know how you feel, uh, you're helping him more than, you know, that's, you know, that's an incredible story and best of luck to both of you.
15: Thanks, Steve. I appreciate that.
2: You got it. Let's go to, um, Phil is in Ordell on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, hey, Phil. Hey, good evening, Steve. How you
13: doing? I'm doing all right. I'm reaching out to you tonight because this is an interesting topic for me because I have a friend right. who has everything, everything was in his sister's name. Okay. Right. His home was in his sister's name. So when his sister died of cancer, um, oh, no. his, house, his house was um, neglected by the brother in law. And no, the house wasn't in his name. He always paid the utilities and stuff, but nothing was in his name. So he didn't pay the taxes. You know, he wants to pay the taxes, and he wants to get caught up on everything. Right. And he still has he still has the heat on. He still has the electric on. But what happened is that the town put him out of the house because because of the ta- back taxes. And, and when he tried to pay them, they, they put the money towards the fines.
2: They wouldn't help him out. They wouldn't work with him. Did he get a... Was there a lawyer or somebody he can get to help?
13: I don't not know who to reach out to because, you know, he's out of his house. Mm -hmm. And, um... You know, it's a, it's a very sad situation, and I don't even know who to call. You Keep listening. I don't listening. even
2: know who to reach out to. I got Caroline Schlerer coming on from People for the Poor. She may know. Caroline, if you're listening, see if you could find out this situation. Give it to me again. So basically, this is a man who's been made homeless. He's been put out of his house because it wasn't in his name, and he never paid the taxes on it because he never knew he had to. And now,
13: no, he always paid, like the family always paid the taxes on it. Right. But when the
2: sister died, they stopped paying the taxes on
13: it. The brother-in-law stopped taking care of the house because it was in limbo. And, you know, it wasn't in, it was in his sister's name. So he couldn't, you know, he couldn't deal with it. So now he went to go with the money. He took money to the town Mm -hmm. and tried to. Tried to you know get everything straightened out, and they applied it to, to fines and all kinds of other stuff because you know they want their money. Fines.
2: What's yeah, what's the deal they, with the brother-in-law?
13: Apply it to the taxes, and now he's out of his house.
2: What's the deal with the brother-in-law?
13: Well, I don't know. They had some kind of fault. no.
2: I mean, does he still is the house like? Does the brother-in-law get the house now because the sister died, or how does that work?
13: No, I think that I think that the house would be in his name if he could pay. You know, if everything was paid up and. It's just a big mess, and this guy is just, he doesn't know where to turn. And I, I'm just, you know, a good friend of his. He doesn't mm-hmm. do drugs, he doesn't drink, he never smokes. He's oh, that's a good such man.
2: a sad story. That's such a sad it's story.
13: Terrible story and yeah. It's a real shame, you know?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Phil, thanks for the call. Let's see if we can find some help. Rob is in West Orange on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Rob. From the
14: streets of Union City. There he is. What's going on? <laughs>
9: You know it. I'm here.
14: There he is.
9: So, so listen. You know, like, don't look. I get out of work. I work at a hotel, and right. we have leftover breakfast food and stuff. So when I leave, I drive down 21, uh-huh. you know, in North MacArthur Highway, whatever. And I give the homeless people sandwiches and stuff. That's I mean, nice of day, you. Day, I give one guy a sandwich. Right. And as I'm pulling away, he threw it right out my window. What? You gotta be kidding me. Yeah, he was probably pissed because he wanted drug money, Yeah.
2: You know? uh uh-huh. So you wanted money, you gave him food, and he didn't want the food.
9: And he didn't want the food. But everybody's different. Oh, Steve, Steve. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. So, you spoke to Carl the other day, my girlfriend. I did
2: not know that. How's she doing?
9: Yeah, she's right here. Say hi. Oh, okay.
2: Hi, Carla. <laughs> yes,
9: yeah, see. So, I mean, look, I, I still keep the hope alive. Still mm-hmm. give, 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 you know, like... It comes back to you. I don't want it back, but you got to love people, man. Like, if you do it, it's because it's kind of your heart.
2: Oh, man. Yeah, absolutely. It comes from the heart. You know, and, you know, you, you give you give what you can, and uh, especially now as it gets cold outside, it's appreciated.
9: Oh, yeah. And you, you, what you said about the socks, I was telling Chloe, I'm like, i got so many old stocks, I'm going to pack them all up and start giving them
2: up. Keep them under the car. Keep them in the car. Them. You know what else? Absolutely. Yeah. You know what? We're going to have some, we're going to have some more ideas on that as well. Stick around, my friend. So. 1-800-283-101.5. People for the Poor. Caroline Schlerer coming up. How do we help the homeless? What can you give? Have you ever given to a homeless? Have you ever given money to someone who's homeless or given any kind of aid? Would you? Heading out tonight. Jersey 101.5. Steve Trevelis. All right. In uh, Hoboken, the Panera dining room and the Starbucks dining rooms are closed uh, due to uh, fights between homeless people and the Panera. Starbucks isn't saying anything, but they have a policy. Have you ever given money to a homeless person? Would you ever help a homeless person? This is uh, someone who uh, spends her life helping the homeless people. Uh, she is uh, the CEO, founder of People for the Poor, Caroline Schlurrer. And uh, how you doing, kiddo? Hey,
21: handsome, how are you?
2: I talk homeless, and the first thing I think of is to call you. <laughs> All right, now, first of all, what do you make of, like, Starbucks in Hoboken, Panera closing the dining rooms because of uh, what's going on? There were fights between homeless people in the dining room. And uh, in Starbucks, people were just, like, they locked themselves up in the bathroom for a long time. They found hypos. What are your thoughts?
21: Desperation. Right. And complete... The only word actually that really comes to me is desperation and, you know, complete lack of hope. Right. You know, um, I told a story uh, last week at our annual dinner. And, you know, like this guy lives in Kentucky and uh, he calls me every once in a while. And he said, Caroline, I have to tell you. There, my brother was in Atlantic City and visiting friends, and he couldn't believe the amount of homeless that were in Atlantic City. Right. And he said, but the thing that hit him the most was looking in their eyes and the complete lack of hope. I mean, think about that. Yeah. You know, like having absolutely no hope whatsoever that you're going to get out of that situation, that this is a situation that so many people, they, you know, let's face it, who wants to be homeless? Who wants to be out living on the street, hoping to find a blanket to keep them warm? Hoping that, you know, like somebody gives them a pair of socks, I have to bring socks in Uh, because the socks that they have has holes in them and, you know, like their feet have blisters, uh, their toes, you know, who, you know, who cuts their toenails, you know, come mm. on. You know, it's these stupid, stupid, stupid little things that make a person just, you know, they just have no sense of worth. They're hopeless. They're they just feel so unloved, and that's putting it mildly.
2: Well, I talked about the socks.
21: What? <laughs> what? A, give, me, give people
2: some advice. Like, there are people who don't want to give money, but if you encounter a homeless person, you're driving down the street, what are some of the things that homeless people could use that would be easy for you to give? The socks under the under the seat in the glove compartment is a great idea. What else have we got?
21: Okay, you know when you go to the dentist and they give you this pack of toothbrushes and uh, toothbrush, toothpaste, and all that sort of stuff? Yeah. Okay. Um, Actually, one day, uh, I left your studio in Philly, Uh and I encountered a homeless person that was in a wheelchair that was a vet. And I think... Right
2: outside our door.
21: (laughs) I (laughs) know, (laughs) <laughs> no, he was uh in a, a wheelchair different guy. And uh-huh. right, anyhow, I just went to uh, the dentist a few days before I encountered him, and I handed him that pack. and he looked at me and he looked at the tooth at the pack and he goes he says, "I'm gonna have my own toothbrush. Wow. It has toothpaste in here. You know, it's, you know, it's this stupid, stupid little things that we do so much take for granted. And, I mean, this man started to cry because he got a toothpaste, a toothbrush. And, you know, when you encounter somebody and, you know, like if they're rude and I and I know that that term is so overrated and all that but think of that situation that that person is living in mm-hmm. and I uh, I met this gentleman who actually spoke at one of our goth outings and he decided to uh, pack the bag no money mm-hmm. And got in his car and drove. And he wanted to see what it was like to be homeless.
2: And boy, did he find out.
21: Yes. He said that the things that so many people take for granted, Mm -hmm. it's not there. No. You know, you can't go and you can't talk to anybody. You know, you can't talk to your friends. You you know, it's just complete isolation.
2: Caroline, I gotta hit the news. If people want to contribute, if people want to donate, to people for the poor, peopleforthepoor dot org.
21: Uh, yes, and you can go online and uh, pour, uh, send me as much as I want. Uh, could I tell you a real quick story? Real
2: quick. If you could do it in ten seconds.
21: Okay. A homeless uh, girl, 16, lost her parents due to a traffic uh, fatal car accident. Went to live with grandma, who died a year later. At the age of 17, she was living behind a, a trash can. She went into one of the homeless shelters. Comes November, she's starting nursing school.
2: That's a great story
0: for 10 <laughs> seconds. Excellent. All right, she's the best. At New Jersey 101.5, every Friday is a Blue Friday. Friday mornings at 835, join Bill Spadia as he honors New Jersey law enforcement. Nominate a Garden State officer who goes above and beyond the call of duty at nj1015.com. Thanks to our sponsor, Dr. Jody Sarah from the Center for Natural Health and Rehabilitation. Make every Friday a Blue Friday with Bill Spadia and New Jersey 101.5. WKXW Trenton. WKXWHD.
22: Now the moon gets a big and bright it's
2: a supernatural delight Everybody was dancing in the moon There's they were, Steve Trebleese Hanging with you Full moon this week, I saw it last night Did you see the full moon last night? A lot of things happen when the full moon Thank God we weren't on last night I watched The Blacklist instead. It's back for 10 weeks. Have you ever given money to a homeless person? Would you? Uh, Peter is in Lawrence on New Jersey 101.5. Hello, Peter.
22: You know, Stephen, this is a very sticky subject with me. Yes. Why? When I worked at a hotel in Princeton, I used to see them in the dining room. Right. I used to see them sleeping on the bench. I used to see them in the bathroom. I would be told to go in there. And escort them out. Right. I'd be told to call the cops on them. To have them taken away. What did you do? It was a person I helped. Right. I took him to Bonnie Watson Coleman's office. Right. I got him what he needed. Uh-huh. I took him to Mercer County Board of Social Services. I saw him evicted from his apartment in Lawrenceville. I saw him mistreated. I saw him deserving better. But the thing is, is that some of them have an addiction. Mm -hmm. Some of them have mental illness. That's why everything that we have from dad and mom's clothes, we're giving to goodwill.
2: How about that? That's so nice of you. And
22: uh, The thing is, after mom died, Someone had the audacity two days later to call and say, are you selling the house? I have the money to take care of the house. This house will never be homeless.
2: Beautiful. Pete is in Ewing on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Pete.
23: Hey, what's going on, pal?
2: You are. What are you thinking?
23: Well, first off, I'm still stuck on you. didn't let me sing my song last week, but it's all right. That's okay. You're Yeah. But um, let's see, I always used when I was a kid, always pestered my mother to, you know, give something to them. But, um, you know, I give a couple dollars here and there when I can. And uh, one time when I was in Philly, Philly um, for a doctor's office visit, um, it was winter and I bought the guy some food from a, you know, fast food spot. And I gave him my sweater and my, I wore like two sweatpants and thermals. I gave him a pair of, my sweatpants I was wearing and my sweater. What a
2: nice guy you are. I'm not, that was really nice of you, Pete.
23: Hey, I, I'm I'm well off. You know, I, I treat others how I want to be treated. So, got to give people respect no matter what they're going through. Just because you're homeless doesn't mean you don't de- deserve respect and, you know, decency from someone.
12: Uh, you're
2: right. Carly is in West Orange on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Carly.
24: Hey, Steve, how are you? I'm good. How
2: you doing? I'm good.
24: I'm good. So um, I have a story uh, outside of Yankee Stadium. I don't know if you're a Yankees fan or not. Of course I'm a um, Yankees fan. Oh, good. Thank God. <laughs> uh-huh. There you go. <laughs>
2: you can't be from the streets of Union City and not be a Yankees fan. Well, you could, but who would talk to you?
24: <laughs> I know. That's true, too. So anyway, so um, I'm um, outside East and are coming out of a really great game with my friends. We're in a party bus, they're all freaking drunk as hell and whatever. Right. And I'm st- standing there, and they're yelling at some girl and she's homeless and I'm like, You guys are jerks. Like I ran back, I gave her food, I gave her money, and I said, Don't pay attention to people like this. The poor girl was crying, like that comes out of the kindness of my heart. You are. Well, and I yelled at all of them. I said, You better be kind. So like the bus came back around. We gave her some more food.
2: That was so nice of you.
24: Yeah. Thank you. And no, and you know what? I don't even need the thanks. Like it comes back to you, I think. It comes back to you. It again. absolutely does. And by the way, Rob says what's up.
2: <laughs> yes, give 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 Rob my best. Both of you. You're good people. Carly, thanks for the call to New Jersey one oh one point five. Like Caroline was saying before. Socks are a big deal. You know, uh, socks mean so much. Uh, those little dental bags that you get. You know, you go to the dentist, you got toothpaste. You know you got toothpaste. You know you got a toothbrush. You don't need this. And they give you that little bitty motel stuff anyway, right? He's going to kill you. You go to the hotel, what do you do? You put the shampoo in your pocket. See, what do you give some to the homeless guy? You know, one 800 There's a story behind everybody. You know, and it's so, you know, especially now as, as we get colder, you know, and now we've got possibly snow coming depending on where you are in New Jersey. And it's, you know, it's a shame I was thinking about this. Like maybe like some of these gyms, you know, who fought to stay open during the pandemic, you know, too bad there couldn't be a way that, you know, they open up for an hour or open up for a couple of hours at night, say 10 to midnight. Let people in that need to take a shower. And, uh, you know, when it's over, you could have, you know, even like if they have to have like, you know, security there or whatever. Let people in who need to take a shower, take a shower. And, uh, you know, then send them on their way. And think of the good publicity you would get. Think of the PR that, you
19: know, that would bring. Ryan would take a shower there. Absolutely, I mean uh, Planet. Fi- Absolutely, you would take a shower there. Yeah, I mean Planet Fitness. Uh, do they do it? Uh, I don't know if they open it up to like outsiders, but they, I mean they're just about. Most of them are twenty four hours, uh-huh. something like that, and. Uh, they have showers in them. So, like, you know, friends of mine who are, you know, teachers or whatever who want to go to the gym, they go to the gym like five o'clock in the morning because they're crazy. Right. But then they get their shower <laughs> before they go in because they have, you know, the this, this shower. No, no, I
2: mean, like, if you said, you know what, we're going to open, we're going to make the showers available. Yes. Yeah, two I mean. hours, say 10 to midnight, midnight, whatever it is, you know, at the <laughs> off hours, and we're going to let people come in, use the showers. That's you what know, I'm who need to take a shower during the day, use the shower. Yeah. And uh, not be a member or anything, you know, but just people we just can't afford it yeah. and uh, you know that would be a like, bombas you ever heard of
19: bombas socks uh, i actually you know what you, maybe you didn't mention them to me but someone else did, they did they're they on tv all the time where every
2: pair that now they they started with socks and mm-hmm. now they're doing shirt i think t-shirts and they're doing um, you know sweatpants and stuff
19: mm-hmm. but for every pair that you buy they donate a pair to the homeless that's incredible It that really truly is that's, I mean, especially if like a lot of people buy, then I mean, like that's just tons and tons of stuff being given. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I I like to try and give like every season I can, depending mm. on what the season is. I'll give like food or clothes, um, and every now and then I'll, I'll give money as well. And people use the argument, oh, well, they're, you know, they're just going to buy drugs or whatever. But I know just as many people who have money who would just as quickly spend money on drugs. But as, you know, if you give money know. to somebody then you don't care what they do with it. It's yeah. a gift. Yeah, right. Whatever. it's like your song is, you know, whatever gets you through the night. Exactly.
2: Right, 1-800-283-101.5. Movies made in New Jersey. And there's uh, a movie made in New Jersey that someone had no idea this movie was made in New Jersey. We'll talk <laughs> This Fast Traffic 101.5. Let New Jersey 101.5 help you with your next Target run. You can win a free $100 Target gift card from Hackensack Meridian Health. Download or visit our free New Jersey 101.5 app. Enter today for your chance to win. All right, 1-800-283-101.5. So go on the website, and I see a story. I had no idea this new movie was filmed in New Jersey. And it uh, turns out... That, uh, there's a lot of movies being filmed in New Jersey. And, uh, Friday the 13th was filmed in New Jersey. Uh, one of the most famous movies. And, uh, this man, uh, who's made a lot of movies, he's written a lot of movies, he's filmed a lot of movies. I don't know how many of them are in New Jersey. I'm going to be working with him this, uh, this Saturday night with our own Dina Blizzard at the Comedy Cabaret in Doylestown. Jay
14: Black, how are you? Steve Trevelisse, I'm doing great. I didn't know you were working on that Saturday show. I'm off of it now. I can't compete with you. Are you serious then? If you're off of it, I'm off of it. And Dina is going to do a one-woman show on Saturday night. You know what? That might improve ticket sales. <laughs> She's Dina by herself, and uh, you you and I can head out.
2: Her first album, Meet Dina Blizzard.
14: Uh, <laughs> how
2: have you been? It has been so long. I, I know like, I, I got. I can't keep you long, because I know you had your sleep meds. So this is going to be, Jay, the way you love him most.
14: Yeah, I'm a little loopy, everybody. Steve texted me a little late and said, hey, could you hop on? I said, sure. I'm on sleep medication. So if I say anything... Uh, inappropriate Mm -hmm. all 100% on that (laughs)
2: you blame it on the meds how how do you feel about all these movies now going to be made in new jersey murphy opened it up for you to make a fortune my friend
14: I, I, I love it. We have been producing, uh, you know, Bill and I have been making movies uh, for quite some time now. Uh-huh. Uh, and we just did one in Myrtle Beach that's going to be out in April on Lifetime. Uh-huh. And uh, we did another one in Pittsburgh that's being edited right now. And really, we've been chasing the tax credits. It, you know, at, at a certain budget level, you get 20, 30, 40 percent of your budget back uh, that's a significant amount. Maybe that's a, you know, not a big deal to Marvel, but when you're doing it at our budget level, you need that money. So, yeah, if New Jersey opens it up that way, that is perfect for us because I don't want to travel anymore. Mm-hmm. I did a movie that was, based, that was set in autumn in Myrtle Beach, but we filmed in July. <laughs> I almost killed my cast in <laughs> sweaters.
2: Was that Psycho Yoga Instructor?
14: No, no, no. This is uh, it's the new one. It's called Her Fiance's Double Life. And, uh, you know, I wrote it thinking, well, you know, I'll just set it in fall. And, uh, you know, it, 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 every single scene we had blow dryers coming out to just take the sweat off oh. of people's faces. It was just so when you watch it, Steve, let uh-huh. just know uh, everybody was about one minute away from heat stroke.
2: <laughs> I read where the MASH writers, uh, when the MASH writers would get annoyed at the cast. They would write scenes opposite the weather. Like they would do a scene set in like zero degree Korea and have them all
14: in park his, when it'd be like a hundred degrees on the lot. Yeah. You know, it is. Uh, yeah. I was just, uh, I did just did a week with Kevin Nealon who does a hiking show. Oh, he's great. He he, you know, he's a fantastic comic. If you get a chance to see him, check it out. And he's also got a great YouTube channel where he goes on hikes. And he said that he got a um, endorsement deal from a Parker company. Right. And they were like, uh, hey, you know, just wear our parka when you go out and take a walk. And he's like, I film in Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> in seconds, it's 103 degrees. And I was like, you know what, you can keep your money. I can't do
2: that. He gave you the parka.
14: Yeah, I got a free parka. It was nice. You know the
2: other thing, Dirty Dancing, right? Wasn't Dirty Dancing shot in like February and it was supposed to be at a summer camp?
14: Yeah, well, you know, it's, and and everybody is freezing and they have to pretend like it's warm and it's August and the Catskills. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, when you write these things, you don't think about the filming of it. And then when you start to film, like, you know, when we were a go picture for the, the film in, in autumn and we, you know, it was set in autumn, but we, we we got funded and ready to go in the summer. You don't say no. You don't say we got to wait. You just go and figure it out.
2: How do you come up with the ideas? I know you're doing Lifetime Channel, which is pretty much the same movie over and over and over again. Uh, or, no, I'm sorry, the Hallmark Channel, right? Because my wife is addicted. <laughs> right. What time is it? Oh, they're meeting up. It must be 10 to 10. Okay. <laughs> they're getting back together. Oh, I'm, I'm, I only got five more minutes on this. Uh, but I, how, do you, how do you come up with the ideas for these?
14: Well, as a, as a married man, it's easy to think of ways to kill one spouse. Um,
2: <laughs> it's the meds talking. It's not Jay. It's the meds talking.
14: It's, and, of course, it's a joke. I love my wife very much. Although uh, we, we do laugh a lot about how every movie is about a guy – going nuts and trying to take out his family. Right. And uh, she goes, e- this isn't coming from your life, is it? And I go, no, 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 no.
2: <laughs> it's uh, coming from I'm Bill's
14: life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, really what it is, uh, it, the thing about a lifetime thriller, it's just like any other movie, except you, you set it basically, at, at, you know, in a woman's world or, oh. or a, a, a home. And instead of going out to the danger, the danger comes to you. So it's just really an inverse of, you know, what we would call a typical thriller. And, uh, you know, it's just fun to think of different ways. Like Psycho Storm Chaser Mm -hmm. was about a guy who was a serial killer who went around killing people during uh, Class 5 hurricanes because who would know?
2: Right. That makes sense. That's well thought out.
14: (laughs) You smash somebody in his head with a brick during Class 5 hurricane, no one is ever going to think it was you. They'll think it was just a hurricane. So, uh, you know, once we had that idea, it was easy to work backwards and, you know, come up with a scenario where there is a nurse that had to stay behind mm-hmm. to take care of a patient during the hurricane. The storm chaser shows up and uh, violence ens- ensues, but the woman always wins. Well,
2: that's lifetime. Yeah, the woman cannot lose. (laughs) Take the woman, give the points. It's lifetime, right?
14: (laughs) (laughs) If you're going to be
2: making bets.
14: And if you put a guy in there, the guy cannot be involved uh, in the the saving of the woman. The woman has to save herself. And the guy. That's what I've learned. Yes, and the guy,
2: and the guy. Now you acted, right? You acted in some of these movies, right? You acted in Love Always Santa, and you acted in Meet My Valentine, right? Uh,
14: I did, and I have a small cameo in this uh, this latest movie. Although, as a produ- now that I'm producing them, right. I have a little bit more power, and I found the more power that I have, the less I want to have my own parts in there. So when we had to lose like a minute of uh, screen time, I was like, just cut my part. It's fine. <laughs> we sat out like time. I was like, you can keep that minute. And I was like, can we still cut my part? I don't know if I like that guy.
2: Well, w- will you be casting your partner, Bill Spadia in any of these roles?
14: <laughs> you know what? If he wants it, he's much better looking than I am. He would fit in much better than me. Sy- uh,
2: psycho so. storm chaser. I could see Bill in a hurricane running around. Yeah,
14: the the problem with Bill is finding eight minutes that he has free. Yeah, actually do one of these things. So if if he actually gets a block of time where he can uh, show up and do eight minutes of filming, I would do it in a second.
2: (laughs) Not only could he kill the guy, but he could get traffic and weather next. You can't do better
14: better (laughs) than that. Bill, so charming, he would probably kill the guy, and the guy as he was being killed would go, you know what, I, I, kinda, I agree with you, I should be dead. I, I can live with this.
2: I, and not only that, but he would find out. That's how he would find out where the hurricanes are, because he'd get the traffic and the weather. And then, we have a, we have a movie here,
14: Jay, come on, we got this. Yeah, get, get the meteorologist on the phone, let's make this happen.
2: And we do it in New Jersey.
14: That's right. I would love... I would love, and I really hope I'm going to have to take a look at all the tax breaks and everything else. Mm-hmm. I would love to make that happen and uh, not have to travel for these movies. That would be wonderful.
2: All right. Well, you and I will be traveling uh, Wednesday. I'm sorry. You and I will be traveling Saturday, Doylestown, Pennsylvania, Comedy Cabaret. Yes. Uh, and uh, you, me, and Dina Blizzard
14: it's going to be a great time. That is a triumvirate right there. You want to go, guys, if you're listening to this, you want to go see that. Go, I guess, you know, uh, your website has tickets, right? Or should we give out? Where should
2: we They do. Out? It's uh, ComedyCabaret.com. They
14: got dot ComedyCabaret.com. Go get tickets and see us. For God's sakes, people, don't you want to see what Steve <laughs> smells like? I know <laughs> I
2: do. I'll see you Saturday, my friend.
14: All right. Thanks for having me, Steve. You have a great weekend. You
16: got it, pal. Get some sleep. It's 1030. Now the latest New Jersey news from NJ1015.com, the family of Sage 283-101.5 Steve
2: Troblelease. What have we learned tonight? We learned how to take care of the homeless. Yeah. We've learned uh, that the, the chicken sandwich is back, the double down at KFC. Uh-huh. We've learned that the first five years of your college degree should not be wasted, and there are ten jobs. Chances are, if they're the ones you chose, you're wasting your time for the first five years. <laughs> How many people, I want to be an elementary school teacher, I'm going to be a psychiatrist, and you find out, oh, here's the list of uh, jobs where you don't make any money with your college degree. Yeah. Elementary school teacher, special ed teacher, uh, uh, which? kindergarten teacher uh like three yeah. different types of teachers and uh
19: then there was communications clergy yeah. although i will say that the teachers one is kind of interesting because we're having a teacher shortage right now but based off of that it doesn't seem like it'd be a very good idea at all to become a teacher despite the shortage well, and the all the thing support is for it. it's the first five years so yeah. that later on you'll make it the problem with
2: teaching in new jersey is look what's happening with the kids in New Jersey. Who the hell would want to go into that war zone? Yeah. You know, and you see what's you know, you see what's going on. Did you see that six foot six kid who beat the hell I, out of a woman because
19: she took his Nintendo switcher? I I saw that. And the thing is, like she released a statement herself that she didn't even take it. Oh, great. Yeah. But you see, there's a thing though. Like
2: and this the teacher there's one there was one a 61 year old man mm-hmm. uh was being thrown around the room by a kid and he wouldn't he couldn't do anything because then he'd be in trouble. You got to relax that. Yeah. If a kid puts his hands on you you
19: could throw said kid across the freaking room. Yeah, or at the very least you should be able to Defend yourself. Yeah. Get like on get like away from the situation.
2: Yeah. Defend yourself. But you know, we we don't do that. Uh,
19: but but that's not what I want to talk about.
2: This is what I want to
1: talk about. Excellent news. Now it's time for headlines and trevlines. I read the news today, boy. Doctor Doctor.
16: As Steve comments on the headlines of New Jersey. Brace yourself, folks. For mind-blowing news. As only Steve can. What the hell's going
19: on out here? A good question. What the hell's going on out here? All right, speaking of defending yourself, Creed 3 has been a knockout in the uh, Global Openings International Box Office. Yeah, it got $100 million globally, which makes it the biggest uh, debut for a sports title film ever. How about that? Yeah, um, but biggest it, debut for a sports
2: title film ever. Yeah, at a hundred million. So it beats all the Rocky movies. Uh, yes. Well, them. you know what? In in their defense, like when Rocky One came out, no one knew what it was. No, I mean Rocky no. is kind of. No, but when Rocky yeah. One came out, it wasn't. When Rocky One came out, you know what, you know what Stallone got for Rocky One how much? Seventy five thousand dollars. That's it. He wrote, acted, and produced it. 75,000. Erwin Winkler, his partner, got all the rest of the money. And that's why Stallone yeah. and Erwin Winkler been going back and forth. That's why he, he wrote A Rocky 7, but it mm-hmm. won't be produced. Stallone won't go see Creed 3. Well, he was cut from Creed 3. He, he, because he, he said, I don't want to do that. I, I want out of this. Yeah. He wanted. Apparently, Winkler got. Now, there's a, there was an article in the Post. About Wink from Winkler's side of it.
19: Mm-hmm.
2: Stallone's side of it is, hey, man, this is all me, this is all my... I wrote him, I racked him, I created him. I'm not getting any money for this. Winkler's getting all the money. Winkler's like 94 now. Wow. And what they said is, okay, well, at the time, the idea that... Now, Stallone got $75,000. He also got money from the profits he- because it was his movie. And what they had said was, Stallone, you know, it's very unusual to give a guy... You know, a brand new actor, (laughs) any kind of ownership in a movie. And the only thing they had, in fact, what they said in the story was that Stallone, uh, the guy who made the decision, uh, thought that it was a different actor because they gave him the Lords of Flatbush, which was a movie that Stallone did the screen. And the guy who made the deal thought it was the other guy. No. Uh, he, when he saw it with Stallone, oh, him? Uh, yeah. But but anyway, there's, there's two sides of it. But Stallone <laughs> is very much against this movie. Yeah. Uh, he wishes them well. But to see it, you know, just because yeah. you know, now Michael B. Jordan, Newark's Michael B. Jordan, said that he sees the Creed movies as, you know, multi-platform. That Creed stands on its own, and it probably does. Yeah, but I the But now that. they'll be launched, now they're launching. Let's, now let's see, here, here's what I'm curious about. We saw what happened with Rocky. Mm-hmm. You know, Rocky one wants to go the distance. He's a street fighter who gets a shot at the title, just wants to go the distance. Rocky two, uh, he wins the fight. Rocky, th- now there's supposed to be three. Rocky three he goes back on the street. Yep. That's the fighter's life.
12: Yeah.
2: Rocky 3 comes Club Berlang. Rocky 4, he fights the Russian. Rocky 5, he goes back on the street. Rocky 6, he's 66 years old, going to come mm-hmm. out of retirement and fight a 33 year old guy. We all believe that, right? Yeah. Uh, how are they going to do Creed? Like, I we see Creed now. You know, Creed 1, Creed 2, Creed 3. II, Let's see how
19: Creed's life going forward parallels Rocky's life. So, do, well, I. How long after Rocky 3 did Rocky 4 come out? Which, by the way, three Rocky 4, um, according to a list from bleacherreport.com, was the fifth highest grossing uh, sports film at $300 million total worldwide. Because by that time, they had three Rockies. Yeah. So
2: everybody knew what Rocky was. Like I said, Rocky 1, nobody had any idea. As a matter, of, you know, Rocky 1 took the world by storm because here you got this unknown actor uh, with an unknown cast. Burt Young had some juice, but he was like a you know gangster. He was in every gangster movie. There was no like, oh my god, look who's in the movie. (laughs) Uh, It was basically made on a very low budget. Mm -hmm. Rocky II had interest because well, there was Rocky One. Now we like Rocky One. Let's see Rocky Two. Rocky Three was a little more animated because Mr. T played Clubber Lang, and that became a cartoon. (laughs) So now you had three movies to get ready for Rocky Four. Rocky Four is 1985. If I'm not mistaken, and yes. James Brown's on the soundtrack, uh,
19: Survivors on the soundtrack. It's the oh, worst, the Cold War of Wait, the world. Survivor, like Eye of the Tiger. Survivor? Yeah, Survivor, Eye of the Tiger was three. It took them four Rockies to get
2: there. Well, they did Rocky one. Rocky three was Eye of the Tiger. Oh, Rocky three was Rocky oh, okay. three was Eye. That was a soundtrack. Eye of the Tiger. Rocky four. Was uh, Burning Heart. But the, uh, in other words, but they had three Rockies to kind of, you know, to ramp up to get the 350. By that time, there was so much love for Rocky, you know, and then Rocky 5, which came out in 1990. So now you have five years. Yeah. Cuz Rocky 1 was 76, Rocky 2 was 79, Rocky 3 was 83. So you get this 3 years for you, 3 years was it right? 79 86 83. Like yeah. Rocky 5 Rocky 3 was 83. Rocky 4 was 85. Yeah. So now you're 2 years out of the other Rocky. So there's a lot of momentum for Rocky 4. 5 years go by. <laughs> Rocky 5, now he's like, oh, what are we going to do with this guy?" And Rocky V was what? He ends up back on the street. He loses everything. And and then Rocky Six. you go from 1990 to 2006. Oh, man. And then Creed comes out. Uh, when did Creed come out? 2011, 2012? I
19: guess Creed. Like around there. Creed came out 2015. 2015. With the so, sequel in 2018. And right. then the third one coming out five years after, which is this year, 2023. So let's see. Let's see the parallels. Between, I, I get Rocky now. Creed's on his own, mm-hmm. and
2: they all love it that way. Let's see how the life of what's Creed's first name? Not Apollo. What's his name? Uh, Creed first name. Uh, in the movie, let's see how Creed's life parallels that of Rocky Balboa, because now they don't have Stallone writing it. Now they're going to have to come up with a uh, new way. It's Adonis. Adonis Donny Creed. Adon- Donny Creed. Let's yeah. see how Donny Creed's life. Parallels, Rocky Balboas.
19: Jemenski and Doyle. Another best drummer of all time. And then just join the band. Exactly. That's inc- Imagine live, getting to live your dream like that, growing up listening to... You got to grow up listening to the Beatles. And well, then for them, it's the who, nothing or... because they were uncle...
2: I remember I had Gunnar
19: Nelson on,
2: Ricky yeah. Nelson's sons. And he said, you know, they were George Harrison babysat us. <laughs> said, <you> know, <laughs> to us, he was Uncle George. <laughs> Everybody else, he was George Harrison. But imagine that. All right, kiddo. Great job by you as always. So let's say we do this tomorrow night. Yin. Sounds good. You got it. Someday
12: we'll look back on this, and it all seem funny.
0: Dennis and Judy, this has been the Steve Travellis Show on Demand. Check out the latest from Steve on our free app or NJ1015.com. New Jersey 101.